Hello and welcome to Reaction Shots for December. This month we're talking about some of our feel-good favorites. Kind of a <laughs> the kind of the opposite episode of movies that wrecked us that we yeah. did a couple of months ago. Yep. In fact, we have the same guest, Matthew Walden. Hello, hello. How are you? Uh, I'm glad to not be wrecked anymore. Yeah. Last time here, I, I made a terrible mistake you did, of like, marathoning <laughs> awful, awful movies that made me feel terrible. Yeah. So I'm glad this is a correction. Yeah. Correction. But that's part of why I wanted to have you back because I was like, I owe it to you. Yeah. You know? I owe it to you to make you feel better. Um. And of course, Michael Huber. Hello. The one, the only. Hello. Um, but before we get into that, let's just talk real quickly about things that we've seen lately that we liked. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, that were interesting. Or that we hated. What the hell was that sound? That was like a train. Uh, the yeah. train tracks around okay. here? <laughs> Somebody stepped on like a semi's foot or something. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Hubert, what have you seen lately? That I saw one liked? movie in the theater a little bit ago. Widows. Oh, yeah. I saw this as well. I forgot about Widows. I saw I this as seen. well. Was it good? Loved Widows. <laughs> um, it's so good. It's so good. There's like one thing I can't talk about that I didn't like about it because it's a spoiler. Okay. Uh, like uh, some payoffs at the end uh-huh. of the film. I wasn't quite feeling. I think maybe if I go back, like repeat viewing, um, I'll enjoy it more. Okay. But other than that one tiny little nitpick, like it's so good. Like when you're watching it, you know that you're watching a timeless movie. It's timeless. I agree. Like cool. that movie will be good forever, you know, or like 20 years from now, 30, like it will hold up. It's Dude. one of those types of movies. I thought of you when I was watching. Really? It. Yeah, 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 because <laughs> I, I listened to your heist episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah and yeah. I remember like you talking about it felt like heat or something like yes. that. It felt grand and classic. Yeah. And also, I can't wait for that hot dog gif. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. She comes out, fucking eats that hot dog, yeah. like looking like such a badass. That's not a really a spoiler. Someone eats a hot dog and looks really cool doing it. So That's hard to do. It's <laughs> tough she to pull off. It. Yeah, she does it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, eat that hot dog. Yeah. Man, I gotta watch this movie. Like mostly for the hot dog. You know, yeah. and I kind of we talked about Twelve Years as Twelve yep. Years a Slave, which is the Steve same McQueen. director, Steve McQueen, mm-hmm. and how there's this little line at the end of the movie that got me, where he's like apologizing. Yeah. There was a moment in Widows where it's like, oh shit, am I tearing up? During yeah. Widows? Yeah. I did not expect that. Damn. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, good. Dude. It's good. It was... I, it was oh. Enlighten me here, though, because I thought it was a Gillian Flynn... She wrote it. But she wrote the novel? Because I saw another book while I was at the airport that was called Widows, and it was like written by someone else, and it really? said that the book that inspired the characters for Widows, oh, okay. but it was in the nonfiction section. The only thing I know is that it was like his passion project. Like he had been wanting to do it for a while. So maybe it was originally a book, but okay. then she wrote the wrote screen the screen. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. So. I think she's a bit of a genius. Oh, I love her. Yeah. 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 Did you watch sharp objects? Sharp yeah. objects. Yeah. 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 Holy I shit. And adore girl. Yeah. sharp objects. Yeah. Dang. She sharp hasn't objects. Wrote a, she hasn't read a book in like a while, dude. Like she, she doesn't need to. Yeah. She can do whatever <laughs> she wants. She can do no wrong. <laughs> yeah. How many so. books has she written? It's so like, like lot, I th- right? I'm pretty sure three, and then oh, not she came way. out with a not short story like a couple years ago, or like a year or two ago. Hey, and then that's that's pretty, pretty good. Much it. Yeah, more books than I've written. The so Sharp Objects obviously got adapted on HBO, and then yeah. uh, Gone Girl, yeah. and then um, Dark Passage was like a straight to on demand with like Charlie Theron. It's a satanic one. It I heard was... it's not so good. Oh, I want to read the book though. Yeah, the book oh. is yeah, good, but yeah. Have you read all? <laughs> or so I've heard. I've, I have not read the book. Uh-uh. Yeah, yeah. So. Sources. Sources. Sources close to the My to life. the yeah <laughs> to the source. What what has that saying? Yeah. Whatever. It's been a long 
couple of months. Yeah. Straight from the source's mouth. I think yeah. that's the quote. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't so, look a gift source in the mouth. <laughs> so widows and then um Yeah, my internet's been down for a couple days, so I've just been watching some rom coms that I'd never seen before. Ten things I hate about you. Dude, dude. I love that movie. Oh. Fits in with this theme too, but dude. yeah. Yes. Have you seen that? No, I have not. Dude. I have not. My wife's a big fan of it, but I have I not like seen it. I like it, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. It's Saint, Taming Saint of the Ledger, Shrew, right? Yeah, it's yeah. Taming of the Shrew. Yeah. It's Taming of the Shrew. And Julia Stiles is Julia Stiles. so good. JGL. He, he yeah. recently... He's so adorable in that well, movie. He, he just tweeted out, apparently, it was 20 years ago, he tweeted out like... Um, uh, uh, like continuity photos from the set or whatever. They're Polaroids of him looking like a, a little baby. Yeah, he was a child. 1998. Yeah, and I was just like, oh my god, we're all old. Yeah. Um, but yeah, love that's a good that. movie, dude. Feel good movie. Yeah, it was great. Love loved everything about it. Uh, then I watched Bridget Jones's Diary. <laughs> I've never, never seen, seen that one. I've never seen that one. I didn't know that it was like a hard R oh. romantic comedy. Like Do they very, just swear a lot? Yeah, or? very vulgar. Oh. Mr. Tits pervert? Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Oh. I have a soft spot for Bridget Jones. Lo- I don't know if it's a good movie, but I like it. I, 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 I thought the... Because I know there's two more. Yeah. Um, and I'd never seen it, but I thought the first one was really, really good. And I heard, I heard it's the best of the three, mm. but I thought it was great. Like, Bridget Colin Jones' Firth. diary with a vengeance is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Part two, she goes to Thailand and oh. ends up in jail and trips on mushrooms. I'm not even joking. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Damn hyped, yeah. Dang. I'm totally going like, to watch them all. Yeah, I always her, go back and character. forth on Renee Zellweger. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Sometimes I like her. Sometimes I'm like, eh. Yeah. It's weird. Cold Mountain, dude. Cold Mountain. Intense. Didn't like her in Appaloosa. Oh, I remember that one. That one was a filler. Appaloosa, Vigo not a great was good film. In it. Yeah. Sidekick, yeah, huge double barrel shotgun. If I remember, that's fitting. It's the only thing I can remember (laughs) from the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, anything else you saw that you liked? Any other rom coms from the Uh, mid to late nineties? I watched the. Oh, then Easy A was another one I watched. I've never seen that. Our namesake, Easy A. Yeah, never even thought of that. (laughs) Really? Together. When we first launched, a bunch of people were like, "Emma Stone movie." (laughs) I've never seen it. I, I like Easy A. Easy A is good. Yeah. I like Emma Stone. Yeah, it was solid. Uh, I didn't like it as much as 10 Things I Hate About You and Bridget Jones' Diary. 10 Things I Hate About You is a classic. It is a classic. Also, Knight's Tale. Watch Dude, that if you have. Knight's Tale for sure. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. So, some rom coms. Then I watched Point Break today. Oh, hadn't seen it. In, hadn't seen it in a few years, and it still holds up. It's such a love story. Yeah. yeah. Talk I, about romantic comedies. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing about that because I didn't, I'd never seen it until like a year or two ago. That was the thing that surprised me the most about that. That like, there's the scene where they're like in bed together and she's asleep and he's just like stroking her like yeah. neck or yeah, back in up. like yeah. the most tender, loving way. Mm-hmm. And like that moment alone, I was just like, these are great characters. This movie's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but him and Bodie have the real oh, love yeah. relationship. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Top ten uneasy alliances. Yeah. <laughs> just, just kiss already. Yeah. That movie is so sincere. Yeah, it is. like it's just earnest. Yeah, they're really into waves. unabashedly yeah. sincere. And Catherine Bigelow is just a master at putting you there. Like mm. that, her, she's so good at that. Every movie she's done is like she loves POV. Like a lot of first person in her movies, a lot of just like really close in their camera shots. Uh, and I was noticing that more actually with Point Break. 
Mm. So like during the oh that foot chase through yeah. the back alleys oh, yeah, when, yeah, yeah. when uh, Swayze just throws the dog <laughs> at Keanu, yeah. it's excellent. Uh, so that's pretty much every movie I've seen, and then I've uh, been going through Alias. Whoa, the show! It's my eating show right now on DVD. Someone has them on uh, DVDs. Uh, I've just been getting them on uh, Amazon. It's oh, like, okay. it was like twelve bucks a season. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah whatever. Yeah. So I've been feeling that like. Beth really loved it back in the day. So just running out of eating shows because like, you know, you burn through that. Like, yeah, because we, 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 uh, our routine is, uh, for lunch and, and dinner when we eat together is like sit down, you know, right. kitchen or living room, whatever, get some food and then throw on our, our quote unquote eating show. Yeah. Uh, which we have a couple, we juggle a couple like current good place and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but then our like main right now is alias. So we just been burning watched- through. Have you watched <laughs> Homecoming? Not yet. It's high on our list, yeah, though. So I high on the list. Eating show. Uh, yeah. We threw it on my roommate and I as we were eating the other day, the first couple of episodes. Yeah. Weird show. I'm Dude, into it. It's crazy. It. The 30 minute uh, episode is a plus. Right. Yeah. yeah. They're like 26. I was like, oh. They're easy. like TV 30s. Yeah. It's crazy. So, anyway. Alias. Jennifer Garner kicking alias. major ass. Just so likable. Yeah. Because, like, I was comparing it, I don't know why, to Homeland, I guess because it's like CIA, you know? And I was just thinking in my head, like, I love that Jennifer Garner is like, like smiles a lot, you know? Mm. She like does intense shit, but yeah, she's no like- no one is happy in Homeland. Yeah, Homeland Ever. is so depressing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like- Ever. Yeah. She's got fun wigs. For all her disguises, yeah. like, here's a red wig. Wig. Love the red, yeah. the iconic red. Yeah. Like she's this going epic. to a rave, she's got to like yeah. raver girl it up. It's yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah. There's so, new costume. She has more costume changes than like a Prince concert. Yeah. Like it's red. Really, it's really fun. It's like, all right, what's she, what's she going to pull this time? Yeah. So just a really fun show. A lot of, dude, so many people pop up. Oh, too. Yeah. I mean, Bradley Cooper's in there. Uh, John Locke is in there. Like, uh, Terry O'Quinn. Uh, Justin Theroux showed up for, as a Wait, villain for what? a couple episodes. Like, <laughs> funny. It's so funny just seeing all these people pop in and out. Uh, you like, know what else John Locke's in? Hmm. Patriot. Patriot, I know. Oh, do you mean that God. show you've always been recommending that I watched? <gasps> The show Patriot. This the, is a true hilarious show this on Amazon. This is a true friend. It's on you. <laughs> you know what? Get off the show, Huber. <laughs> You're on every episode now. Uh, no. It's got Patriot has some excellent attache humor. Yes. That really got yes. me. I was into it. So you're it in that. season one still? Or have oh, you just, watched just season the pilot. Two? Just the pilot. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. But great. Like, it yeah. sold me. I laughed out loud 15 times. I think you yeah. need to pitch how funny it is. It's stronger. funny. It's really funny. Okay. It's a funny. funny show. It's also like one of the most poignant and sad shows I've ever seen. Dang. So it's so it's. A, I love when it's they truly get an that incredible balance. show. I'm not damn it. You. Solid there's, recommendation. Like a, uh, there's I'm zero. I'm so happy to hear you. Say <laughs> it's that. just a matter of time. I'll tell my roommate because he was the one. I didn't believe him. So you know, I was. I've always this, believed. Yeah. You. Okay. Hundred percent. Right. Really, it's wacky. The tone's so strange, but it's, funny, and it's yeah. not John Locke from Lost. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Who yeah. taught me how to throw knives? Not personally. I just watched a lot of behind the scenes footage of him throwing knives. For Lost? For Lost. Yeah, okay. I was working on Lost on like the bonus features. Oh, shit. So I watched a lot of him just practicing how to throw knives. And then I went to like a Renaissance fair and had a knife throwing contest. And I walked up like, I'm got, no I got problem. this. No problem. And I won. I won oh. the knife throwing contest. And I felt like such a badass, but it was all because of uh, John Locke's All tips. because of yeah. Terry O'Quinn. I didn't know I had it in me. Yeah. It's badass. <laughs> I was so proud. They put me up on a, like a stand. 
and like it was like a wooden stand like here's the winner of the knife throwing contest it was the only masculine thing i've done in my life sure everything else you know what as far as as far as those go that's probably one of the better ones yeah that's hardcore uh your life dude I love hearing about your knife life. throwing. <laughs> oh boy, yeah, <laughs> that, well, that makes one person. <laughs> well, <laughs> what uh, have you seen anything recently that you like? Yes, last night I watched one of my favorite movies of the year. I watched uh, the favorite, which You're is stealing uh, mine. But yes, you saw it yes, too. Yes, I saw it. Oh great, we can talk about it. Did you like it? I it's loved so it. So good. It's mm. so good. It's the best Lanthimos movie. Oh yeah. I mean, I like. I really. I really liked uh, the lobster, but yeah, this one I liked more. Oh, it's lobster director, right? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Dogtooth, the lobster. This killing of a sacred deer. Killing of a sacred deer. Then this, this is his best yeah. one. This yeah. is oh, him like yeah. graduating. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. It's it's a perfect marriage of his like off kilter tone without being like. It never gets like bogged down or loses the thread. Oh god, I've never seen a period piece move so fast. That yeah. camera is like zooming through this castle and but like, it, it also cuts like, and it's so funny and sarcastic. It's very funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Hilarious. it takes its time too. Like there are some very lengthy shots of just like a person's face, but you're yeah. feeling it. You know? Sick. Lots of uh, rabbits. If you like rabbits, yeah. there's rabbits all over this movie. <laughs> we got everywhere. the show for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's good. I, I love it. Everybody. You yeah. don't need to like period I love pieces. It. Yeah. It's like really like sarcastic, hilarious punchlines. Like people yeah. like very wittily playing off of each other. Dude, no, it's got um, Mila from Broadchurch or Mila. Oh, yeah. Olivia, Olivia Coleman. Coleman. Oh, Olivia yeah. Coleman. Yeah. She's Mila? so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. This is her role completely. She's, yeah, out of control as Anne. The dance sequence. Is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I was not expecting that. They're I like, did it's not. It's like Breaking Two style dancing. It's not from the 1600s. Yeah, They're like flipping like, around yeah. and doing crazy oh, shit. And it's just it's so hilarious. Funny. Yeah. And it just comes out of nowhere. That's yeah. hilarious. Oh my God. The favorite. How goes the kingdom? Oh, the other thing I saw. Mm-hmm. And I have to give a disclaimer because these are all my friends who made this movie. Okay. Uh, including somebody who's on my podcast with me. Nice. Um, but I saw If Bill Street Could Talk. Oh, uh, okay. this week uh, it's Never Barry Jenkins' new movie, uh, yeah. the follow-up to Moonlight. Yeah, and nice. I liked it better than Moonlight. And I'm obviously super biased because I like all the people who made it. Right. Uh, so take that with a grain of salt. But I think <laughs> uh, it's just uh, he's staking a claim as like I'm gonna be one of the big directors now. When you talk about the biggest directors in America, I don't yeah. know who comes to mind. You think of like. Paul Thomas Anderson yeah. or Catherine Bigelow or like yeah. you know the big artsy yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah. Totally. But this this is it. Like he's like on a path. He's gonna be around making movies for a while. I feel nice. like after this, you and know, because friends like, with him. Uh, my wife is really close friends with him. Oh, cool. She went to film school with a bunch of people involved in that movie, oh, wow. and the assistant editors on my podcast. Oh, cool. So totally uh, biased because they're all like friends but I, I loved it plug it's, your podcast real quick oh I do a podcast called Better Than Speed Better Than Speed and it's about the Keanu Reeves movie Speed yeah. and we compare the entire catalog of classic world cinema like black and white important movies like Casablanca yeah. and mm-hmm. we compare mm-hmm. them to Speed and take a vote if they're better or worse <laughs> excellent yes. I'm so glad because yeah. we are definitely going to be talking about we've Speed we've only found one tonight. movie better than Speed oh really only one which one uh, or is it spoiler Lake Corbu Whoa. Which is uh, I have not seen. Lake Corbu is not from uh, around World War Two. <laughs> I've never seen it. I've never even heard of that. You can't find it. That's <laughs> <laughs> so no one can prove yeah, you no wrong. One, exactly. Yeah. It's like trying to watch Soderbergh's Kafka in America. You just basically can't. Kafka esque. I like that movie a lot. Never the only reason it. I know who Kafka is is because they mention it in Breaking Bad. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
my I've said this before, I think, but my senior quote in high school is an entire Kafka story. <laughs> what? Yeah. How do they print that? I never told you this. I no. swear to God, I've said this before. On How something. do they print it? it? Well, it's a short one. It's oh, something like okay. it's something like uh, I don't whatever. It's a, it's a mouse got it, running got it, got into it. a corner, and he's like, "Alas, the walls have come into a corner yeah. so fast, and there in the corner lays the trap I must run into." And then a new quote. It says. You only have to change your direction, says yeah. the cat, and ate it up. And that's, that's the most the Ian story I've ever heard. Of, of course, Dude. that's your yearbook quote. Yeah. <laughs> my wife is. I've always so, been a total bitch. My wife is so much cooler than me, dude. She was like reading Kafka last night because we have no internet. So she's like going through all of her old books. That's what she do, yeah. And she read the one where uh, the guy turns into a bug. Metamorphosis, yeah. Dude. She told me about it, and that sh- that freaks me out. It's a like weird the fly one. and stuff, and like bug people, dude. Get it away from me. The fly is so good. I was like it. getting freaked out. But you should read it. It's quick. It's good. Yeah. She's so much cool. Probably there's me. like an audiobook of Christopher Walken like li- reading it or something. <laughs> I'm listening right now to my sister recommended this series of books to me, the Abhorson series. The first one's called like Sabriel, I think. I'm listening to it, and it's read by Tim Curry. Nice. So I'm just like, this is crazy. Tim Curry is just reading me a book That's right cool. now. cool. Anyway, anything else that you saw recently that you I've been like? watching Killing Eve. I've oh. wanted to see that forever. Yeah, and I've it's heard fin- that's it's really good. It's finally on Hulu. Yeah. Because uh, uh, I didn't have enough money to pay for like $40 to watch a TV show. Right. But now it's on Hulu. It's amazing. It's I've heard really, it's so really good. good. Um, I didn't realize it was mostly about a psychopath. Oh, it's this yeah. uh, woman assassin who is totally crazy and she loves to kill people because it's fun. And she happens to be like a hit woman assassin. Dang. But uh, cool. Sandra O oh is trying to track down this very versatile assassin, kind of like a Nightcrawler vibe, just the sort of like psychopath who like has that thing in the eyes, yeah. the like evil thing where they look through you, but she's yeah. also like really charming and funny. And you're like, I shouldn't be laughing at her murdering these people, but oh, she's man. so good at it. And she's having so much fun. Like, bless her heart. <laughs> she's enjoying it. Bless her heart. She, she's got a path in life. Uh, <laughs> she knows what she calling. wants. Yeah, it's good to have a colleague. Yeah. It's it's great. It's it's as good or better than everyone's saying. Wow, I'm, I'm nice. on board with Killing I'll Have to add it to yeah. the list. Never How about you? List. Uh, well, you saying that made me think of this. I saw I saw most of the first episode of The Alienist. Nice. Which is funny because the show tweeted at me a while. I remember that. <laughs> I was yeah. so confused. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I watched it on the plane. It was pretty good actually. Yeah. I don't know. I liked the colors mostly. I, I watched the first one and then fell yeah. off because yeah. there's so many. There's things. too many things, but good acting in it. Yeah. Um, I like yeah. uh, Brol. What's his face? I don't know. Damien Brol, maybe his name is, or he's in he's in Winter Soldier. Baron, oh yeah, Baron yeah. Von Zemo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Love that the main actor. Guy, yeah. And he was the in that. Yeah. He was in that race movie. With about, uh, like cars or about like yeah, yeah, interracial yeah. relationships. No, no, no. Race cars ah, with uh, uh, Hemsworth. Mm. Do you remember that one? What's that movie? Anyway, it had that actor. I love that actor. He's a good actor. He, like just when it, whenever he pops up, he always <laughs> plays like a like a weird creepo, yeah. and I like it. Yeah, <laughs> super here for it. Uh, but yeah, the favorite is my favorite thing that I've seen lately. Uh, I mentioned it before the thing, but I listened to it like eight times today. Uh, Aurora did a cover of God is a Woman, and I really like it. <laughs> it's not a movie; it's a song. Who is Aurora? She's a Norwegian singer. Nice. She did like Running with the Wolves is her big song, I think. One of her is her real name Aurora? Uh, maybe. I, I like that I name. think so. Aurora like a- Askness or something. Nice. I don't know. Uh, yeah. 
whatever. And then The Good Place. I just watched the new episode of The Good Place. The it, I they took like a month off. They and were then they're off. Gonna have, okay, I they were off the for like one. a hot minute, and then it came back yesterday. And then it's off and for and another. It's going to be minute. off until like yeah. January. So I was like, why did you take yeah. that weird gap? Maybe there was football or some yeah. crap. I don't. I know haven't watched that one. It's the called wild. like Janet, right? Janet. Yeah, Janet's. I haven't seen that one. The weird thing about The Good Place, to me, it's a great, uh, really funny show, is one of the writers and creators of it, God, forgive me for not remembering his uh, real name, but when I used to write for Destructoid way back in the day, when Destructoid first Detroit, started, dude, he was sick. he was on the forums as like a really popular forum member, just like really? a kid. His name was like Electro Lemon, and everybody <laughs> fucking loved him because he was like funny and had a great personality, but I think he was like... 12 years old or something like that and now like i'm feeling really old to watch him like just have stratospheric success we're like old amazing writer yeah yeah yeah. good for him congratulations thrilled i'm sure he's watching us now yeah hey thanks (laughs) thanks electro lemon good show it got uh renewed for season four i just saw Oh, cool. Yeah. That's good. Cause, uh, I feel like four should maybe be the I think, end. I think like... they said four is the end, maybe. I okay. feel like that sounds like something they've said, but maybe not. Cool. But it should be. Yeah. Because, yeah. It's getting there. It, I it can... seems like a show that has a plan and needs to stick to the plan and then be done. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Janet's... Uh, the most recent episode, I won't say anything, but probably my favorite episode of this season I for sure. Like, Janet. far and away. I love Janet. Because this season's been, like... <laughs> Okay, okay, not yeah, great. I agree. Um, I agree. And this episode is where it's like, like I'm very excited for the latter half of this season. Cool. Um, That's good to hear. Yeah. Probably there's other stuff I saw, but let's get into the topic. Um, so, yeah, as we said earlier, we're talking about some of our favorite feel-good flicks. Mm-hmm. Films. Um, First one we got to talk about is Speed, but... Let's talk about speed. Let's just skip everything. Talk about speed for a hot minute. So that's an interesting choice for a feel-good movie. As someone who loves speed and it makes me feel good, it's not the first thing that comes to mind. Speed, because for me personally, I had the VHS. VHS, I'm sure you... As did we all. As did we all. (laughs) And, uh, you know, my dad still to this day quotes... Way to go, Jack. Way to go. <laughs> My dad just will bust that quote out. It's just apropos w- of nothing. Apropos of nothing. <laughs> it's just one of those movies that just, you know. Yeah, dad's I, like speed. Dad's like sure, speed. Sure. My brother likes speed. It's you just, like speed. I like speed. It's just you one bust of those. out cans for like cans, almost no cans, reason. Cans, it was just cans. It's like all the time. All the time. <laughs> it's just so quotable. It's It's just a legendary movie that I grew up with. So I think that's why it's so. Like cozy for me. It's just one of the ones I've watched more than any other movie ever. You know, it's it's in the top of my most watched movies. Yeah. Me too. Me yeah. too. I, I saw it uh, as a kid, and I immediately wanted to become like a bomb diffuser. I wanted to be in a bomb squad, and I read all up about it as a kid. I didn't follow that dream. Did you diffuse? But I do, Have you I do it in VR. Bombs? I do it in VR. Yeah, now I was gonna say do you play keep talking, talking and yeah, 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 yeah. It's just as fun as I now imagine. on the Switch. Yeah. Um, I was like that with Twister. I wanted to be. Well, first I wanted to be a paleontologist, be a and then I wanted to be a storm chaser, and then I was like, I should just be in movies. <laughs> I don't get to do it all. Yeah. Speed. Speed. Sandra Bullock is such good vibes. Mm-hmm. Love Sandra Bullock. And Keanu Reeves. Like, I think any Keanu Reeves movie, by nature, is feel good. Oh, yeah. Like, he's just so 
I'm trying to think of he's like affable. A, he's really, he's really so affable. affable. Well, and you just know he's like the sweetest you, heart. Exactly. You know he's the sweetest guy, and and it's just. I'm trying to think of a non feel good one. Maybe that knock knock one. I never saw. I it. never saw that. One. Ooh, Neon Demon. He oh, plays he's in that? a he's in horrible Demon? creep in Neon Demon. Like, I started it. I started you, you, Neon like goosebumps, scene. like gross dude. Oh, well, yeah, I've yeah, not yeah, seen Neon yeah. Demon yet. Damn I started it. Neon Demon at like one in the morning, and I was like, it's too late for a tone poem. I need to, <laughs> I need to start this at like I seven. Should, I, dislike, I dislike Neon I've Demon. I've heard it's not very good. And then maybe part of that is seeing Keanu Reeves be so icky. <laughs> Please uh, tell me what a tone poem is. Have you ever seen the show Legion? Yes. That's a tone poem where it's like, more about the mood Got and just it. colors and sounds and, and shots than, like, okay. progressing a story. Got it. You know, Got like it. the Verkmeister harmonies. I don't know There's what that is. There's a drop. Have you seen that? No, not at all. Yo. Uh, oh, God, I'm blanking on the director right now. Forgive me. But uh, it's like a three-and-a-half-something-hour movie with, like, 11 shots in it. <laughs> Oh, that sounds up my alley. Yeah, That's you kind of shit it. I watch. You would yeah, love yeah. it. Like back in my in if my it sound, if it sounds obnoxious, oh, I yeah, probably yeah, yeah. like it. Oh, you, you would love it. <laughs> yeah. I, I it does sound obnoxious. Back in my like rambunctious college years, I went to a midnight screening of Verkmister <laughs> Harmonies. Got out at like three thirty a.m. I will match that pretentiousness and say that I did the midnight show for Enter the Void. Whoa! There we go. I've been waiting for a theater of that <laughs> one because I never saw it. Because I heard it. You want to see it in a theater so that the like weird earthquake tones yeah. give you nausea while watching it for sure yeah i watched I the first like couple of minutes of love and i was just like all right <laughs> it was okay it seemed fine yeah it's fine yeah i saw it in 3d at a theater love full of people and you're all really really next to each other yeah and like i'm a modern guy i'm i'm cool yeah. but like watching pornographic stuff yeah. where there's like stuff coming at you of like bodily fluids yeah. towards yeah, you yeah. on the screen yeah. and you're just like right here with yeah. some buddies yeah. it's like an intimate experience yeah, yeah. it is uh, i saw it with some close <laughs> friends yeah. yep but it's one of those movies i never need to see again you know love or into the void into uh enter the void enter the void I mean, these yeah, are yeah. not heartwarming films no not at all yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> let's talk about irreversible um no yeah so solo uh heartwarming days of sodom yeah <laughs> movie sucks Movie sucks. What movie? Solo, 120 Days of Sodom. It's just no, everyone said it's like top of the list of like most messed up movies of all time, and oh, really okay. it's just kind of boring. Yeah. Like oh, they eat poop in it. Oh, there's a lot of nudity and torture. It's like okay, yeah, but it's funny. It's it, I get is, it. It's like the the regime, but like eh. that's a conversation for another episode. <laughs> but like, it's funny. I always find the most disturbing stuff the the more restrained. You know? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when yeah. things go so hardcore, it's Put like... Put it up in your brain. It loses it, yeah. Oh, speaking of Sandra Bullock, yeah. a book I read, Bird Box, mm-hmm. uh, they're ma- they made a movie out of it starring Bird Sandra Box. Bullock. It's coming out in December, this month. Coming out this month it's on Netflix. Bird Box. Yeah. Because I, I remember reading it and I was trying to think, because usually when I'm reading something, I'm like, okay, how would you make this movie? And this one is tough because the premise is every there's some kind of terror happening where if you see it, you go psycho, kill everyone around you, and then yourself. Whoa. Uh, it's so like, like something ring. that you see that makes you go f- crazy. The ring style. Eh, kind of. It's not like you'll die in seven days. It's just like, hey, right now you're crazy. You're going to try to harm as many people as you want before you die. It sounds like a Black Mirror episode. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, how do you film a movie about things that you never see in the book, like that you can't show? You know, because if you show it, then it you die or whatever. Just show so someone's we'll face. See. Like- yeah. <laughs> Well, so it's all about like sound stuff, and it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Whoa. So who, who knows? There are a few lines in the trailer where I'm like, 
all right, they're spelling it out a little more, I think. Mm. They went like with a like a sphere kind of or a event horizon kind of mode with it where it's like it becomes your greatest fears. It's like a boggart. But like, <laughs> nice. yeah. Yeah, whatever. Oh, anyway, Harry Bird Potter. Box. Harry Potter, dude. Feel good feel films. Good. Up uh, well, three. <laughs> the first three, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> yeah, first yeah. three. But all of them, because yeah, like I think one of the most feel good for me is like school dramas, you know? Sure. And I kind of throw in Harry Potter into that. Sure. So like Stranger Things, feel good. How about how about this? You want me to just like list a huge list of yeah, let's things? Go. And off. Uh, I'm a thumbs up or thumbs down as you read them. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah, and if v- anything, visual, I'll give you a visual. If anything jumps out, <laughs> if anything jumps out too that you want to speak about, like, just let me know. Also, we had a lot of comments this month from the patrons. Patreon.com/slash/easyallies. Seven dollars and up. You're in, in the film club, and you get comments on the the topic a week or two in advance. And everyone, everyone's comments were super good this month. I'm gonna try to get to everybody, but there were a lot, so we might not. Um, so forgive me in advance if I don't read your comment. Uh, okay, here we go. Lightning speed. I'm going to read this list of feel good movies. Some of them I put in Tokyo slim had a really good, I thought you were going to say Tokyo drift, Tokyo drift. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. All right. So these are, these are mine and then Tokyo slims. And if I miss any, well, some other people might've said them, but okay. Princess bride back to the future. As good as it gets. Father of the bride part two. Les Miserables. (laughs) That's a weird one. Rob, yeah. My sister and I are wired wrong, and like as kids, we would just watch the Liam Neeson non-musical Les Miserables all uh-huh. the time. Nice. Very weird. Yeah, Whatever. I mean, that, that warms your heart. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we just felt good. I th- same with As Good As It Gets. I think I just felt seen, you know? Yeah. Love As Good As It Gets. Like, I'm French. I'm real sad. Great <laughs> I steal a lot of bread. I'm not French. Uh, Galaxy Quest, Emperor's New Groove, The Incredibles, Ocean's 11, 8, and 13. Star Trek The Next Generation TV show Futurama uh, and then Tokyo Slim added It's a Wonderful Life Amelie Shawshank Redemption Princess Bride again Big Back to the Future Karate Kid Wizard of Oz not Return to Oz although I love Return to Oz uh, Pirates of the Caribbean Curse of the Black Pearl Groundhog Day Ghostbusters The Goonies Wedding Singer Willow Toy Story Pleasantville Field of Dreams Cool Runnings uh, American Tale that's a sad one Hearts Beat Loud and Sing Street which I still haven't seen Sing Street you've recommended to me yes Sing Street is yes. Sing Street is to me as Patriot is to yeah. you. Uh, Fape says National Treasure. Uh, Katie Garza. One film that always lifts my spirits is The Sound of Music. Something good is a song I connect to on a spiritual level and really encapsulates the feeling of romantic love between imperfect humans. I've shortened some of these. If you're a member, if you're on Patreon, go check out the comments. They're great. Stephen Beaumont. Beaumont. I almost said Belmont. Simon, Simon Belmont, Belmont writes in and says, uh, I absolutely love The Emperor's New Groove, but the film that instantly comes to mind is Ponyo. That film is Happiness Incarnate. I find that a lot of the Studio Ghibli, Ghibli films yeah. are like this, although some of them inexplicably make me really sad. Yes, and, and I, I don't want to hone in on that because it makes me think of Rudy. Yeah. Rudy is like the ultimate movie for me when i really need to be lifted up because it's about just like chasing your dreams and succeeding yeah but it's still like there's moments in that movie that are so sad and like i cry every time and it's iconic tears of happiness but also just like oh you know it's emotional i'm crying right now like i'm i'm happy but i'm still crying so i like movies where they they chase their dreams and yeah. don't succeed. <laughs> and then 
and then it still has a way of communicating that their right. life was worthwhile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that cheers me up. Because yeah. like, there's some movies that are like almost too happy to see them get everything, and I'm like, sure, you're happy. I'm over here, right, trying. right, right. But like, yeah. Ed Wood uh, is, I, you know, Johnny Depp's <laughs> yeah. kind of like troubling. But Ed Wood is about this kind of shitty director mm-hmm. and how much his friends mean to him and what his life was like making these shitty movies. But he had like friendship and he was doing something he enjoyed, and it's kind of yeah. like sweet and endearing. Sometimes seeing those like non-success stories. Yeah, I like Rudy because it's a good balance where like. He makes it, but only for that one, those like, yeah. last two plays. That's it. Like I don't like basketball, so I never saw it. Football. I, I know. <laughs> that, um, makes me think of, that makes me think of one. Have you seen uh, We Are the Best? It's a Swedish no. movie. But I, I feel like, like I've heard of this. Moodyson is a director who did Lilia Forever, which is so depressing. But okay. We Are the Best is about Swedish punk rockers in junior high. I heard about like, this. Yeah, like yeah. The three punk rock girls, and they have a band, and yeah, they go yeah, to battle yeah, yeah, of the yeah, bands. Yeah. Anyway, their hit song is called uh, Hate the Sport. <laughs> and they like sing about how much they hate sports, but that is a really heartwarming movie oh, cool. about like just like rebellious punk rock girls, and it was like so much my middle school experience. Oh, if you want to know what I was like in eighth grade, you can just watch We Are the Best. That's like Ladybird. It's yeah, it's such Ladybird. She movie. graduates high school the same year I graduated high school, so it was like very much right yeah, in that. <laughs> that's intense. Uh, Tokyo Slim actually had a very similar comment to what you just said uh movies like cool running cool runnings and rocky one where at the last minute the movie pulls the hope of a tangible emotional victory out from underneath you and gives you a moral victory in exchange are hard work to make work but when they work they work 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 which i agree with it's almost like more powerful yeah if if they lose but win a different fight that they didn't even know they were fighting you know totally um let's see here (laughs) so epic uh Dominic Barlow says the ocean films are total uppers. A lot of great heist films are like that, like Heat, Rafifi, Baby Driver. They want to show you bitter fallout of the main character's crime, but the Ocean's Gang always uh, get away with it with total panache, which is its own kind of emotional nourishment. I agree. Those are always really feel-good movies for me, the Ocean's Gang. Definitely. Ozzy Pineapple, when I was younger and horror movies used to have uh, more of an effect on me, I would generally try to watch some comedy when a scary film was over. I still do that. <laughs> Something to make me laugh after being traumatized by Freddy or Jason or a bunch of aliens. I can't think of a better film to uplift the spirits than Pee-wee's Big Adventure. The opening scene alone would usually do the trick, but then you get sucked in and it's the best thing ever. There's no way this movie will not make you feel all warm and bubbly. Uh... Did, it, did either of you see The Man Who Invented Christmas? I didn't see it. That's Dan nah. Stevens as uh, Charles Dickens, I believe. Nice. Well, uh, Jesse Abraham says that they watched it, and I'll, I'll paraphrase just for the, for the sake of time, but like they said it was really good and that it was cool because it starts in a period where everything is so depressing, and then through that inspires him to create this cool story, and it sounds good. I don't know. I, I, I like Dan Stevens. Yeah, I haven't seen cool. Apostle yet. My sister saw it and said it was upsetting but he's in that i yep. like him from Legion. good director did gareth evans did it oh really or edwards gareth edwards or gareth evans gareth evans Ed- edwards edwards i still haven't seen hold the dark either i haven't seen anything anything <laughs> none of it ever like this year i hear roma is incredible i haven't, I haven't seen, seen Ro- god i know forgot roma was put the even hood out up. put the hood up seriously <laughs> how am i even on a movie podcast how, right how are any of us on a movie podcast i haven't seen a damn thing also, you pointed out. Say, tell, tell them the. Thing oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Check this the, out. Check, check this, this out. out. For, for for listeners at home, I'm sorry, but we got gray hoodie. We've got jean jacket. Then we've got 
gray hoodie and jean jacket. <laughs> not coordinated. Yes. Not coordinated. We did not talk. We're also, just, we're on the same wavelength. Also, his t-shirt is blue. My jean jacket is blue, and our t-shirts are black. So it's like, and there's like you're, white here and white there. Yeah, you're the combination of both of us. Also, yeah. very cool shirt. Oh, very thank Princess you. Princess Mononoke. Uh, shirt. And my underwear is gray. How's our underwear doing? Are we matching? I think mine's, mine's white. Gray. White gray. with blue. Mine's purple. Oh, purple. Look at that. Mine's purple. Statement. Yeah. yeah, I don't I like have that. a lot of uh, not. I don't wear a lot of blacks. Usually. Can I throw one out here? Throw it out. The ultimate feel-good movie of all time, for me. Yeah. Aliens. Okay. Me yeah. too. If Aliens I'm, is great. Yes. If I'm sick. Yes. If I have like the flu. Yes. If something bad happened in my life, I put on Aliens and yes. I start giggling. Yes. Those aliens are like dropping down from the <laughs> ceiling. I'm like, there's so many aliens, and I forget whatever's going wrong. I don't know if I giggle, yeah. but I'm just yeah. loving it. Yeah, Bert, me it's my too. Movie. When Burke goes down, it's great. Where, when's that Burke prequel coming out? Burke. We were talking about how the the new Alien game should just be a you play as Burke. Paul Reiser's character, Burke Carter J, just being an asshole, corporate sellout. Yeah, <laughs> there's that dude at every job, isn't there? Yeah, like every job, there's that Paul Reiser corporate sellout where you're like, like, "What's your deal, man?" Who will like betray you yeah. to a bunch of aliens to make a, a buck? Yeah, except no, Allies has no one. spoilers. He gets it's just his so up, he gets his comeuppance. It, it's aliens. so yeah. Umbrella Corporation. Yeah, it's so Resident Evil dude trying to I steal these bio weapons. Crew expendable. Yes, in the first one. Ugh. That's that's the thing too is like I don't know what it is about aliens versus alien. I, I'm not saying which one is better. I, I we're not even going there. Alien. But aliens is just a little more cozy. Yeah, yeah. A little more easier to watch. You know, it feel good for me. Whereas it's an action film. Yeah. Whereas yeah. Alien One is like, yo, this is intense. Like I gotta I gotta be in a different mindset yeah. when I throw alien on. Yeah. Is it just because maybe it's slower paced? I mean, it's Aliens a, has such a snappy pace compared to... It's a suspense to, movie, I think. Yeah. You know. No, no, no. It's a horror movie. I told you my Aliens story, right? No. When I, when I moved to LA, I was going, I was getting over like a bad breakup. I was kind of just like really depressed. I drove by myself in the first car I ever owned. You did. Across, yeah. You might not know this. Yes. You, you and listeners at home, I'm sure I've heard, yes. you've heard this before, but yeah. Aliens basically like kept kept me sane because it, it was the weirdest thing because every time i would get to like my like crappy 20 dollar motel for the evening in like whatever state i was in over like the five six days that i took to drive over here because i was like looking at monuments and stuff uh aliens was always on and it was the funniest thing because <laughs> i always got all the stuff out of my car and into the room at the moment i had fallen asleep the previous <laughs> night through the whole movie. Oh, so you had to continue the story. I had a continuous yeah, yeah. watch so awesome. of Aliens over my entire drive. It was so funny. Because like, I would get there. I got there the first night at the very beginning. I was like, awesome. I'm going to watch Aliens. This is perfect. And I fell asleep after like half hour or whatever. <laughs> the next night, exactly where I'd left off. And, you know, like that for five days. It was great. Kept me kept me going. So epic. Aliens. That's so interesting. I thought I was the only one who used that as kind of like a cheer up, like warm, it's, comforting movie. Yeah. And my wife always looks at me like, I thought I was the only one. I too. love you, but I don't know what's wrong with you. <laughs> like, why <laughs> yeah. is this movie cheer yeah. you up? But Dude, yeah, it really does. Awesome. We were talking about <laughs> Running this. Man the other day. That's kind of a weird feel good. Like Arnold. I watched it all the time as a kid. So many Arnold movies. Yeah. Because he's just got that humor. Yeah. You know, where it's like a super intense subject matter, mm -hmm. but he always will just throw some puns out there. Mm -hmm. To just lighten the lighten the mood, you know. <laughs> Stick around. <laughs> it's like a hundred of them. I recently watched a uh, 
is it movies with Mikey? Uh, it's some some YouTube video. I think it's movies with Mikey. It's a it's called Eulogy for Batman and Robin. That's the one with um, Arnold Schwarzenegger in it, right? Or is Batman that Batman and Robin? Forever? Yeah, Batman and Robin. Oh, you Batman mean Mr. Freeze? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Winter Freeze too. I recommend I recommend that video because there's a lot of a lot of stuff behind the scenes. I only knew a couple of them, but like the LED lights in his mouth that he only has in some of the scenes, like. I don't know. They didn't have the technology at the time. The batteries kept being eroded by or corroded by his saliva and like leaking battery acid into his mouth. And like, yeah. In and real dude, life, not a pop in real life. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. And like, they just kept doing it over and over <laughs> and like all kinds of crazy production stuff. Like that I, movie should not exist. I need to watch that again. It's been Do over. T- <laughs> <laughs> that movie Purely, is, it's terrible. Train <laughs> it is, but, but I, it is the greatest. Yeah. It's I been love too that long. stupid movie. <laughs> it's insanity. The f- Both of those. It's Batman Forever first, and then I Batman think and Robin. So yeah, I remember Batman Forever is Forever Tommy Lee Jones, is, yeah, and, and Jim Carrey, yeah, which is great. Yeah, uh, and oh, then God, this one is terrible. Just seal totally song. insane. Oh yeah, Kiss by a Rose. You mean that grave? incredible seal song? I can't fucking stand that song. That's speaking one of, my of least, <laughs> least favorite songs. Speaking <laughs> Sorry, of <seal>. incredible <laughs> music numbers, speaking of Seal, shifting gears to Vanilla Ice, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, dude. Oh, part two. Two, Both of them. Two is the two, ultimate two feel is good. Ultimate, yeah. One is intense as hell. Rated R. It's not, but it should be. Because <laughs> it's so dark and intense. Yeah. It really <laughs> is. Raphael swears. Yeah. What does oh, he that say? That's so cool. Damn. damn. Oh, I was in third oh, grade. Oh, I remember that. I remember this that. This is aging goes, myself. He's like, damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Casey Jones. Yeah, yeah. We're around the same age, I think. Because uh, that was, yeah. You know, Ninja Turtles have been on my mind a lot lately. Yeah, uh, I've been playing a lot of Japanese visual novels. They're like dating sims. Cool. And then I was thinking... They need to have a Ninja Turtles dating sim where you get to you play as April O'Neil. Oh, you get to okay. date all the Ninja Turtles, whichever yeah. one you choose. You can date Casey Jones. You can even date Splinter, find yeah. out his tragic backstory. Shredder killed his wife. Whoa! But anyway, you know how that, that game is that uh, real or are you just? No, that's so real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would feel so bad though if I was April and I picked one of the turtles. That's the beauty. You know, that would cause such a rift. (laughs) I think the the canon ending is she just is friends with all of them. Yeah, friends, Uh, and then Casey Jones. Like, I'm down. I'm down with them together. But well, like, you can, that's the the beauty, you can choose. You can choose. You get you get your choice. Who plays? Who plays Casey? Is it Elias Coteus? Who plays Casey uh, Jones? He's in a million movies. The guy from Crash, the good one, not the Oscar winner. For his name, whatever. He's amazing. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Crash is the most depressing movie I've ever seen. Cronenberg's like, Crash, yeah. or yeah, it is very with depressing. Caruso, maybe is is that? Nah, it's not Caruso. Who's in that? Well, the Who main guy. The main you're talking Spader. about Cronenberg. Spader. Spader. Yeah, Spader. The main dude Spader. is Spader. You're on the right wavelength. Sp- yeah, the yeah, the yeah. king of awkward sex, Spader. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Crash once, and I just remember one shot, like in the middle of the freeway. Panning out. That's the only thing yeah. I. My only I think that's away. the last shot. <laughs> I rented Crash as like a horny teenager, and yeah, I was like, yeah, "Oh yeah, yeah, here we go. Here I'm gonna go. watch some sex." And then I put it in the VHS, and I was like, uh, uh. <laughs> "This is not what I was hoping for." We didn't. We didn't have the internet back then. Yeah. I mean, the internet existed. Yeah. You had to go. Early. You had to go rent a VHS if you wanted to see some uh, dirty you had, pictures. You had to rent, so. <laughs> and that was the wrong choice. Yeah. yeah that's like accidentally <laughs> getting straw dogs for that purchase uh. purpose. Yeah. Cronenberg is not on Are we like incapable of talking list. about happy movies? <laughs> like, what's wrong with that? <laughs> I, I think that's the, like the conversation though. Is yeah. like, you know, everyone always, you know, it, it has their, 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 like you were mentioning, um, 
a minute ago the that you watched with your sister Oh, up. Les Miserables. Les Miserables. You know, everyone has those <laughs> yeah. movies that are just close to them that maybe necessarily aren't feel-good movies, but they have that personal connection to you that makes you feel good. I actually I asked I mm-hmm. asked the viewers the same question. What are movies that uh, aren't uppers that are uppers to you? Yeah. And uh, we got some cool uh, answers. Megan Linhart said Disturbia. With uh, Shia LaBeouf. Nice. Yeah. The the modernized rear window rear window great movie. I heard some people recently like recommending Disturbia. I, I saw Disturbia and yeah. I didn't hate it. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've heard. And she was saying that yeah, it it has like I mean I don't remember it very well, but I remember kind of just enjoying it when yeah. I watched it. It's sort of like Panic Room vibes, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, Happy Gaming says Arrival, and that especially at the time that it came out, it was refreshing and invigorating to see a movie that explored humanity as a whole and not just. Uh, and how no person is perfect. Moreover, the movie explores themes that humanity doesn't specify or specifically act out of evil or hatred, but personal fear and the idea of self or societal preservation. I liked Arrival a lot. Is that the Amy Human. Adams one? Yeah. Yeah, I fucking love that movie. Human. It's so good. Human. Oh, yeah, yeah. She doesn't. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. Yeah, talking actually, about saw... directors, dude. He, he's oh, God, he's yeah, the best yeah, in the yeah, business yeah, right yeah, now. Dude. 10 out of 10. I, I really. Arrival's very hopeful, actually. Yeah. I watched that. It has like a sad, definitely yeah. a sad like part, like arc to it mm-hmm. when you realize like what's happening. But like, yeah, yeah it's not, it's not nihilistic. It has hope. Yeah, yeah just oh, like the believing like connection and yeah. like working out differences oh. between mm-hmm. people who can't understand. I have each other. chills. Yeah. Like my whole body right now is chills thinking it's about. It. Good Are movie. they multiplying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Arrival's great. See it if you haven't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, v- what, Villeneuve. Yep. Right. I've I, I I've talked to my. The comments on my Huber syndrome, I tried to pronounce his name like 15 times. I think it's like Denis Villeneuve. Denis Villeneuve. Villeneuve? Villeneuve. I think you got it. Villeneuve. Yeah. Denis Villeneuve. Villeneuve. I like Google it one time and there's like a how to pronounce it like on YouTube. Did I say National Treasure at the top of this? I (laughs) love National Treasure, by the way. One and two. Nick Cage. Nick Nick Cage is like the Keanu Reeves. I was just gonna say, is is there a movie with (laughs) Nick Cage and Keanu Reeves? Does it exist? Oh my god. Does that exist? I don't think it does off the top of my head. Does that not exist? I don't think it does. We, We need it. We need that movie. Nick Cage. No, he's we not need Nick in Cage that. in John Wick three. That's what we need. Oh my god, <laughs> we need that. Mandy, <laughs> that's the place where both of them could exist. Yeah, in the John Wick world. Totally. Maybe, a couple other movies, I think it would just like rupture. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it couldn't withstand the power. <laughs> oh my god, Nick Cage. If he shows up in, now I'm gonna be kind of bummed if he doesn't. He's not. <laughs> he's not in it. Unfortunately, Nick Cage is such a bizarre and dynamic force. I've mentioned this before, but like. The movie Bringing Out the Dead. Have you seen that? Yeah. I, like I had that the one. weirdest experience of that movie because the first time I saw it, we were like laughing. We thought it was a comedy. And then the second time, it was the saddest thing I've ever seen. I don't know what happened. Yeah. I still don't know which it is. Probably not a comedy. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's so intense. Kyle Lee says this might be a strange pick, but my go to when I'm feeling down is actually a documentary. If I'm sad or sick or feeling blah, I watch Indie Game the movie, which I haven't seen actually. I haven't seen that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's good. You've seen it? Yeah, I mean, it mainly focuses on Fez and Super Meat Boy sure. and one other one. I've seen that. And you probably know, like, I did see over that half movie, the people in the documentary. Yeah, yeah. It's cool because you see people I like working Phil really Fish hard once. and getting their shit done. Yeah, yeah. He was nice in person. Really? Yeah. Uh, he was a little weird, but he was nice. Yeah. He was nice to me. Yeah. 
Um, Liz Castro says that uh, they've mentioned this before, perhaps, but their master thesis was about filmic representation of the Holocaust. Here we go. Wait, how is this the feel good? I'm well, I, yeah. Whoa. Particularly how Hollywood approached the subject. In my write, in writing my thesis, I'm quoting now. I'm writing my, in writing my thesis. I watched a lot of documentaries and newsreels. Quite possibly one of the most transformative docs I watched was a film unfinished, which analyzed recovered film that was meant to be used as propaganda promoting ghettos as positive situations for Jews. Hearing the machinations of the Nazi state, inger, the Nazi state intermingled with the testimony of survivors gave me life during the final writing and editing of my stupid thesis. It's selfish, I know, but rewatching the doc angered and fueled my desire to get this shit done so others could know this anger too. So it like fueled I her. was like galvanizing. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm doing the right thing with right. my work. This work's important. It's worth doing. Yeah. yeah. I can see that. Because yeah, we're, yeah, talking, yeah, yeah. we're yeah. talking now about movies that yes. don't seem like uppers, but yeah. Absolutely. Um, so I just thought that was intense. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Ferris says, for me, Lost in Translation is a movie that has become extremely important to me. I only watched it about two years ago, but since then I've seen it ten times, and it's cracked its way to the top five in, in his favorite movies. Uh, it's a movie that if I'm ever feeling down, it makes me feel better. The story of these two strangers meeting in a foreign place who create a powerful bond over a couple of days is very comforting to me. That anytime, anywhere, I, may, I might meet my own Charlotte. I like that movie too, but that's one of those melancholic ones for sure. Also... Kind of the opposite of this, but like, like Galaxy Quest to me is too happy. Mm. Like at the end of it, I'm so overjoyed that I get like depressed. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Most happy movies really, really depress me. Yeah, they really if it's depress too me. Too happy. You're it's pretty so rare right. for a happy movie to make me happy. I, I yeah. tend to avoid them. When you ask mm. me on this podcast, it's like, oh, cool. Let me look on my uh, Blu-ray shelf and see which yeah. of my happy movies I love. <laughs> it's just like none. Dust Boot. There were none. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I looked on the Criterion list because I like classic movies. I was like, mm-hmm. all right, well, let me like pick out the like most heartwarming Criterion movies. There, there aren't. <laughs> there yeah. aren't any. Yeah. It's all fucking depressing there i mean there are definitely some feel-good movies mm-hmm. out there but it is weird how like you can you can gild the lily yeah. a little too much and then it always makes me feel life's not like that yeah the yep. only way you can be happy is by lying to yourself yeah that's the feeling and that's not true but that's the feeling <laughs> a bad happy movie well, to, gives me totally. to me i think right and i think we'll talk about this in a little bit of how like this kind of movie can be weaponized but like i think that like we were talking about before how like Sometimes the happiest movies, like, the hero loses, but gains something else, you know? Like, I think there is something to be said for this format that making the audience feel that they can relate is more powerful than just having, like, an all-across-the-board happy movie. That makes me think of Roman Holiday. Have you seen seen Roman Holiday? (laughs) Gregory Peck and one of the Hepburns, I think. I can't remember which Hepburn it is. One of them. Anyway, she's a princess, and uh, she gets drunk in Rome and falls asleep on a bench, and Gregory Peck's a newspaper reporter. And they hang out for a wild weekend, and she pretends she's not a princess. <sighs> and then it has, I don't want to give away the movie because it's beautiful, Okay. but it is not like a sweeping love story where everybody ends up happily ever after, right. but it's so much more moving and so much more powerful, and it's not going to depress you. It's not a sad yeah, movie yeah, either. Yeah. But like you were saying before, like a little bit of restraint is yeah. more disturbing. I think a little bit of more, a little bit of restraint is more happy also. Yes. Yeah. I, I, like I you agree. feel totally. like the contrast of like what's there and what's not there and what you can have in life and what you can't. 
Roman Holiday is a beautiful movie. That's I think everybody great. would love it. It's one of the best classics out there. That's just phenomenal. Great. I've definitely heard it. I ha- yeah. I mean, yeah, it's more attainable, right? Like you don't have what's the opposite of schadenfreude where you're like if somebody's life is just going great in a movie you're just like well ugh, must be nice yeah. like, <laughs> my life is trash you know like uh do, do, you, do you both like i'm glad you mentioned gregory peck and like an older movie you know i feel like you know when i'm down to i'll retreat to the past like mm. black and white bogart movies you know yeah. film noir yeah because yeah. it's just like Casablanca is like the ultimate escape. Mm-hmm. You know, it the problems really are over. Tra- yeah, 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 it yeah, just yeah. transports <laughs> you back. Yeah, the Great like, Depression. We're past that. Yeah. <laughs> we got through. War's over. It's yeah, like, <laughs> we made it. Yeah, so everything's great now. It's just like it's so transform transforming. I don't know. It just sucks me in. Like older movies, you know. That's because m- current movies. Obviously, you're dealing with. Yeah, you know, I eighty percent watch old classic movies for mm-hmm. that very reason. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy Stewart. Like oh, almost yeah. anything he's in oh, is God. heartwarming. Oh, like he's such a fucking lovable dude. My uh, yeah. It's a wonderful life. Someone mentioned on the list, but the yeah. shop around the corner. Have you Ooh, guys seen no. that? I've seen that one, no. Okay, this sounds bad. You've got <laughs> mail was based on it. Oh. <laughs> but okay. it's a black and white movie. Ernst Lubitsch, who is one of my favorite classic film directors, and Jimmy Stewart and Margaret Sullivan okay. are in this like little Polish souvenir shop. And they're writing love letters to each other. They're like pen pals but they hate each other in real life. Oh, they don't yeah. know they're pen pals. Right. So it's them getting on each other's nerves the whole movie and going home and writing love letters to each other. Like you've got mail. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's amazing and so heartwarming. And Jimmy Stewart is, like, I just want to give him the a best. hug every time every I see time. him. Every single time. I mean, uh, every rear, time. rear Window is, like, one of my ultimate... Uh, yeah. That's him, yeah. Yep. One yeah. time I watched a movie where Jimmy Stewart said the word panties and it really <gasps> threw me for a loop. Anatomy of I a can't Murder. That. He's like a lawyer <laughs> yep. and he's like, uh, uh, tell me, uh, where were the panties? Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah. I, d- I don't Jimmy, know if no. I want to do Jimmy, Jimmy, no. Please. Yeah. Pump the brakes. <laughs> Keep it G rated. Pump the brakes, Jimmy. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, like movies that, like, like whenever I watch Rear Window, for example, yeah, like it feels like I have the fireplace going, even mm-hmm. if I don't. You know, it just like puts Great. you in that place. Yes. North by Northwest too, to some extent, even though it's a little oh, yeah. more exciting, but mm-hmm. Hitchcock, I guess has that vibe. Yeah. I think there's something, honestly, I think there's something about, I asked later, uh, but I want to hear what you guys think of this about like filmmaking techniques that kind of like, can you engineer this? Can you, can you, is there a certain color palette, certain music, certain choices, certain shots, certain timing of edits that, evoke this feeling like if if you had a supercomputer could it like and it knew the formula i need (laughs) you guys to let me know because i haven't brought this up this is one of the coziest movies it's one of my favorite just being in this movie the illusionist the prestige i like way more i have not seen the illusionist but the illusionist the vibe and the look and the feel of that movie is just ultimate cozy i remember after i rewatched it i like looked up the cinematographer and i was like seeing what he did and i'd seen a couple of them but for whatever reason the illusionist just has that feel i don't know if it's like just the lighting and the yeah, color yeah. palette like you were I saying wonder, was but it like warm and brown or yeah, yeah just yeah. really warm and and just i mean just yeah obviously blue is really popular right now right most movies are blue yeah, yeah. Uh, like the orange and teal everything hmm. you know but like uh yeah, I, I think that does have a lot to do with that. Yeah. Like, warmer color timing for sure yeah. evokes this feeling. And I think there's something about Technicolor that kind of just lent that feeling to most movies of, like, mm. the mid, 
middle of the film. Uh, you know, <laughs> middle of that the was a very weird film. way to phrase that. Like the forties and fifties, you know. Um, Technicolor is beautiful. Technicolor yeah. is oh incredible, God. and like I miss that shit. It's a very specific like post process, right? Think, combined with a film grade, right? Um, and it's just like it has. The, I think the first the first cinematographer that comes to mind that has this feeling to me still usually is Roger Deakins. I think that, and I mean the Coen Brothers, I think like these kind of film palette, the color palettes in their films, but like. Boy, the, there's some like No Country for Old Men. Not a happy movie makes me feel great. A few other people actually <laughs> mentioned it too. Like I love that movie, and it makes me feel warm inside because yeah. it's kind of just like no. Nope. Well, it, it has that feeling. It has mm-hmm. that warm vibe, but it's also just like nope. The universe doesn't care. You are alone, and I'm just like yeah. <laughs> that is me. We're all yeah, yeah. You're inside my head. You you said something I think on your horror episode. Cause I'm a fan. I listen to every episode of your podcast. Jeez, thanks. But like your horror episode, you said something that I've never quite heard someone phrase exactly this way. But you were saying that horror movies make you feel good because the protagonist usually survives, and if they can get through all that horrible, you want shit, them to live. Yeah, it means yeah. that maybe you can get through yeah. some rough <laughs> shit yourself too. But I think for me, I like like emotional torture movies where like people just have like the bleakest hardest experiences but then they get through and they or they find meaning in that sadness and then like it makes me come back to my life and be like okay my life is part of the human experience too this is okay i'm i'm okay we're all like this and that's an like uplifting feeling even if the movie is kind of intense or sad i 100 percent agree with that that. like like yeah, I, I think I've got I've had sadder feelings coming out of a Harry Potter movie than I've had coming out of like a Coen Brothers like thriller. You know, it's funny. Cause, well, because like with Harry Potter and stuff, with other happy movies, I the feeling it leaves me with is, oh, I wish I were there. I want to go to there. I wish I had Harry Avatar. Yeah, Avatar I I syndrome. Had, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like people actually did. They like mm-hmm. went like lost grip. Yeah, because they wished they were on Pandora yeah. and like. Apparently they, there's always it's always been around, but they had they coined it the Truman Show syndrome too. After Truman Show came out, where like people think they're in a show, you know, yeah. of their own, like where they're the star of their own TV show. They are now like, though. Well, yeah, yeah pretty anywhere much, you are, yeah, throwing a camera basically. You. But like, you act out, it's gonna be on yeah on someone's phone because yeah. we live in a panopticon. Um, someone had a comment about horror movies too, but I can't find it. <laughs> <laughs> there's just too many comments. Uh, you're all beautiful. But yes, I completely agree with that. Um, and I think that um, I asked like them, and uh, they said that a few other common threads between these movies are uh, sympathetic and relatable characters. Uh, the character incurs significant loss or tragedy, and then is redeemed, restored, or otherwise set right. And I do think that's I think that's accurate. That was Morgan Mahala pointing that out. I do think that a lot of these movies do tend to follow kind of the the hero's journey. Joseph Campbell kind of arc generally broad strokes, you know, like Indiana Jones, all these movies, like, you know, pretty classical narratives, right? Dude, Indiana Jones. Oh, Indiana Jones. Top 10 feel good movie. Like top five. Top one. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> Although, Indiana Jones is up there. Last Crusade, which I love, uh, d- pulls kind of a galaxy quest for me where at the very end of it, I get kind of melancholic because I'm yeah. just like, uh, like I don't want it to be over. Yeah. And I'm just like, uh, you know, totally. like, oh, it's too happy. They're yep. running to the sunset literally for the entire <laughs> credits. Uh. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh. 
Spielberg gets that Spielberg happy well, vibe. Several people, most of the time, several people actually brought that up. Um, the Spielberg vibe. The someone actually, I said like, what is the common genre for movies like this? Do they have? Are they comedies? Are they dramedies? What are they? And um, I want to say that it was. Would you kindly hear? Would you kindly? Mm. Well, someone. I'll, I'll see if I can find it. But um, someone. Someone says that they. They. The genre should just be called Spielberg. Yeah. <laughs> He's Jeez. too much for me. I hate to say it. He's too really? much. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. I mean, he's got oh, no. he's got some good movies. I mean, but the last five minutes of every Spielberg movie make me so angry because he like <laughs> he's so overindulgent. But like, dude, he knows how to make great movies. I don't think he knows how to land them. At least for me, for my aesthetic taste, this is which interesting, is very snobby and yeah. Because he's so prolific, though. But there's so many movies right. like. It's hard to have 50 10 out of 10s. I for sure don't think he's unassailable. I think he's got, you know, like the five or, or probably eight, like, incredible classics, you know. Of the of all of time. Of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I brought a surprise for you guys tonight. Mr. Spielberg, come on in. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> That'd be so Oh, uh, hello, guys. I, would I don't know what he sounds like. I can't remember. Yeah, I would lose my marbles. I would. And then I'd be like, he said all that mean stuff. You, he brought you yeah. here. That would be really awkward. I'd <laughs> backpedal I, so fast. Yeah. I'd be kissing his ass. I'd be like, I oh, love yeah. your movie. Oh, oh you're amazing. <laughs> he, you're amazing. Does, he has a couple, like, not as good movies, but I love that he has really intense masterpieces, obviously, in the 90s, like Schindler's List, Private Ryan. But then he also just has, like, the, like it, it should be its own genre, the Spielberg blockbuster, mm-hmm. you know? His blockbuster is just... I mean, Jaws is credited with like creation exactly. of the blockbuster, more or less. Exactly. So I, I, I love a good Spielberg movie. Yeah. It's just, you know, you're in Sorry, for a man, good dude. time. Hey, there's no accounting for taste. <laughs> my taste. Wait, I know my. These, <laughs> give me some of these bad lines. He's had some stinkers. He's had. Oh he's my gosh! So did you many see Bridges Bridge of Spies is a classic. I didn't example. really like Bridges Spies. I didn't know, like, how it was one of my least favorites, decent, which is written by the Coen Brothers. Yeah, I heard that. Um, yeah. God. One of my least favorites. I the, didn't care uh, for it. The Post. Oh, The Post. Never saw that. The Post was, was all right. I'm talking like later period. Yeah. I've kind of yeah. yeah. stopped. I, like, I've Ready stopped Player One was with, fine. I didn't like Ready Player Lincoln, One. Lincoln, though, is recent, and that's amazing. You know, he can't. He's, he's obviously past his 90s prime when it's like 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10, you know? So he's definitely on the downhill, but he can still pump how up do we like feel, a great How do we movie. feel about Hook? Is that Spielberg? I it believe is. it I is. I'm sold on Hook. It is. Yeah. I like Hook. Cause, yeah. Because Hook, Hook is goes, absurd. It goes is absurd. so far yeah. that it comes back around and I like it. You Hook, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Because yeah. Hook, yeah. Hook is like not a good movie, but it's also like fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> You're playing with us, Peter. You're doing it, Peter. <laughs> oh, God. And Tinkerbell tries to like seduce him. It's very weird. That is weird. Julia Roberts. Tinkerbell. I don't. I've never really loved Julia Roberts. If I'm honest, dude, I love Julia Roberts. She's on my bad list. Bless it, her heart. She's on your what list? Bad list. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Aaron Brockovich. Never saw it. Is a fifty out of ten. I feel like we've had this exact you conversation. You need to before. watch. You love Soderbergh. I do. It's love Soderbergh. Soderbergh. But Ian hates the environment, so I don't know if that <laughs> part of Aaron Brockovich. I do want will the Earth appeal. to be destroyed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just left my car running so that the my carbon footprint is just always up. You're drinking poison water I'm right now. I'm drinking poison water. 
Actually, it was kind of <laughs> nice because I watched ContraPoint's new video about the apocalypse. Uh, she's great if you haven't seen her. But um, and she was like, "What are the things you can do to like stop global warming?" And I just like without trying did most of them. Like I don't eat red meat. I have a hybrid. Like you know, blah blah blah, yeah. tra la la. But it was just funny. I was like, right? "Hey, I'm like, hey, I'm morally fine. I can do whatever I want." Woo. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Goonies is great. Goonies. Would Have you, you been to the beach in California where the finale of Goonies is shot? No. no. Um, what you can do is you can do a two for one because it's out close to Bodega Bay where the Hitchcock film The Birds was filmed. Oh. Uh, you can go run by that schoolyard where the birds are chasing the children. Dude, and then you can sick. go out to the beach and see like the uh, ocean where the pirate ship comes out at the end of the film. Oh, I think that's a, a great little uh, weekend trip. The Highly beach, recommend it. The beach at the end of Haywire? Love Haywire. Soderbergh? I think that's up there somewhere too, maybe. Goonies is heartwarming. They they win. Goonies they is great. Win. Yeah, Goonies yeah. is great. I love Goonies. They win. The acting yeah. is great for kids. Although I hear yeah. people say that if you didn't grow up with Goonies, they don't tend to like it. I, which is bizarre I've heard to that me. Too. I've heard that too. I, I, I find it hard to believe that it's all nostalgia. Yeah. Because I look at Goonies and I'm like, this is good. Well, let's like, talk about that. Well written. This is a good line. Let's yeah. actually let's talk about that. Like, how much does nostalgia play into this? Do you think? Quite a bit. Yeah. Quite a bit. Because I've. Goonies is the perfect example. Like yeah. I've had several people tell me, yeah, they didn't get out on the ground floor. They watched mm-hmm. it when they were like 28, and they were like, Goonies sucks. Yeah. And I was like, Same. huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I can't process that. I hear that about E.T. also. And I'm like, how can you not love E.T.? Which Is that a Spielberg? Yes. Yeah, okay, on, uh, Dude on has for ET. 20 Dude, masterpieces. Early, movies. early yeah. Spielberg, early to mid Spielberg is Insane. like Insane. Jurassic Park, Indiana Jones, like yeah. on and on and on and on. On and on. On and on. Uh, on and on. E.T., though, the the like hazmat suit guys coming into the end freaky like, scared me so much me as a kid that like i can't do that movie anymore i love the et ride at universal <laughs> studios florida though where it like kind of says your name at the end have oh, either of you done it no uh, i did uh, do you one. ride a bike over you're the on moon? a bike and yeah, he's yeah. flying you around and it goes like it goes thank you ian well it never is right so it's like you get your name is like on the thing behind you so it's like thank you jordan and it's like hey i'll take it thanks when they did have it at universal hollywood i got to go on it once as a kid and the line queue oh yeah dude you're in the forest oh my god the forest and the neighborhood it was the best line of all time yeah it's like and better have, than the ride. There are like there are like three holding zones for that ride. You yeah. wait outside, and then you're led into a room where Steven Spielberg, the man himself, shows you a little video, and then you go walk through this crazy forest in the Florida so one, sick. and then you get on the bike. And oh man, there are these. When you get to ET, you you fly ET back to his planet. It's great. And then uh, there's like this talking mushroom that just goes, "Welcome home." And then another one really low. I can't do it as low as he does, but he goes like, "You've arrived." Hey, I got it. Um, yeah. Anyway, that ride is great. <laughs> so you can't turn off the nostalgia switch. I, I can't. I don't at think least. You can. I don't know if you can be like, okay, I'm not feeling nostalgia. Let me look at this objectively and like. The, I, can, I can't do that. Right. I can do it with video games, but movies. I don't, like I, don't I, know. I could not throw on the Princess Bride probably and just. Well, I don't know. Maybe I could, but like, it would be hard to just watch it anew and with objective eyes. Even though that movie's perfect in every way. You have to watch it with someone. Sure. That's the only way. Live vicariously through them. Yeah. And then you can kind of see it with some fresh eyes. It helps. I'm like weirdly protective though. Like I won't watch Galaxy Quest or Princess Bride with like like people. <laughs> what are you doing? Are you looking at your phone? Don't look at your phone. This right. part's funny. Right. It's going to be funny uh, up right, here. Right, right, right. <laughs> I'm like 
Yeah, it's just like, and if they don't love it, you know, it's like it's it hurts. It's a reflection on me. Like, <laughs> you can see it in the eyes. They're like, it's good. I can yeah, see why. Yeah, I can yeah. see why you like it. It's a, it's fun. It's, it's fun, fun movie. Yeah, that part. Uh, <laughs> I can see why you like it. Is oh, the most damning phrase. <laughs> I heard a good one for bands. It's like if you go see a friend's band and they're mm -hmm. not that good, you say, like, "Looks like you guys are having a bunch of fun up there." Oh God, you're all having a lot of fun. Wait, people have said that to me before. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that means they're trying to be a pal. Give me some encouragement. <laughs> That's so funny. I took I took one dance class here in LA at the Ryan, at Ryan Heffington's School of Dance or whatever the Who guy he, he like Heffington? he choreographed like all the music videos that I liked like Sia's Chandelier and the Kenzo World perfume commercial and I was like I love this style of dance. I guess it's just like weird contemporary but he choreographed all those and I was like oh I live in LA and I googled it and it was like he's got a school and I was like okay so I went and took a class there and at the end I was like talking to the teacher cuz I was like hey I'm 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 going to be out for like 3 weeks and she's like uh She's like, oh yeah, no problem. She's like, oh, yeah, good job. You really, uh, you really hung in there, or something like that. And I was just like, ah, oh, okay, I'll never come back here again. <laughs> <laughs> and I never did. Giving up on my dreams. I have a friend who always beats me in Smash Brothers, and he has the Same. most brutal cut downs. Where he'll give yeah, me, he'll give me encouragement. He'll be like, "Oh, you're getting better. Each time you play, you get better. It's so much improvement." He's try, like, "You tried really hard. Try, yeah. try that with a thousand people in chat saying, <laughs> like, oh, Ian's getting better.' I'm like, thanks, guys. <laughs> I'm trying. God, Smash. I didn't get mad though. I actually had fun. I found the fun." Because the with the earlier Smash, I was just so angry all the time. The tur tur Tuesday will be intense. The tournament. Yeah. There's a tournament built into the game, too. Yeah. It's way more fun when there's like six or seven people at once, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Less competitive. More fun. I think the movement is too, like... Splashy. It's too splashy. It's you push splashy. over and you walk for like eight feet. Yeah, it's And splashy. I'm like, what's happening? Mm -hmm. Ugh. You got to use the... Uh, There's a level you up, Ian. You got to use the, the block... And the dodge. So when you There's tap, a dodge? so when you tap, when you tap, when you hold block by itself, the the block button, you just sit yeah, there and you have the bubble. A bubble. But when you do that, and then you flick the stick either left or right, then you'll do a little. Whoop, oh, whoop. that's really important. Uh -huh. That's your next step in getting better. So shield and flick. Shield and flick. Left and then, stick. Yeah. Okay. And then you're like, you have some iframes. You're invincible for those like a second. And it you can like it it helps so to wait. it helps to move like a little bit too instead of like this is the thing that blows my mind though is that like in that maelstrom of insanity you can still have like intention with your actions like I'm lucky if I know where I am you know, <laughs> I know. I'm like an old person I, I was I dude know. it was the same I think we were all trying to like find our person it was so many people <laughs> can you imagine playing like multiplayer Smash just on the Switch screen with eight people oh my god. <laughs> What the hell are we talking about? Video games? Oh, a lot of people hate Forrest Gump. I hate Forrest Gump. I wrote that several down on people, my phone before I came Several here. people brought that it movie up. It makes me it's angry. Kinda yeah. It's kind of sad. It's, it's, it. it's so exploitative. It's and so, so yeah. condescending. Yeah. Well, and, and not only, yeah, well, at Morgan Mahali and Tokyo Slim, like a few people brought it up, but like they were talking about like, it's just like, it's a movie. And I always thought this too, as a kid, I was like, so wait, this is a movie about this pure hearted man just getting dumped on by life like and jenny especially she's like manipulative and mean and crazy and just using him unabashedly of, using him yeah 
And it's I don't even remember if the movie redeems it at the end. Like there's something yeah, dehumanizing yeah, 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 yeah. about it towards people with disabilities too. Yeah. It's like, you know, yeah. elevating them to some kind of weird mythic archetype as sure. opposed to like a human being who right. maybe like does some shitty things and does some good things. Like there's like this problem with almost any sort of like minority group that gets pushed to the outside is they either get like treated terribly or they get made into these like ridiculous saintly archetypes. Sure. And then I think Forrest Gump probably yeah. has both in there, but there's no real human being in the middle of yeah. both sides of that spectrum. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that's not a good movie. Yeah. I don't, Dang. I never liked Forrest Gump. Who directed oh. that? Is that Robert Zemeckis. Zemeckis. Robert Zemeckis. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I like other Zemeckis though. Castaway. Yeah. Love Castaway. That one's good. Oh, did you see The Blind Side with Sandra Bullock? I never Speed? did. No, I, I don't like basketball. That movie makes me angry also. Really? That's another like condescending feel-good movie. It exploitative. There are yeah. certain movies where it takes like a controversial subject, like Forrest Gump does disability and Blind Side does race, and it's supposed to make you feel like a good person right. because you have sympathy for this this particular group, the this, subject yeah. matter of whatever the movie is going right. to tackle. This while, poor blank person. Yeah, yeah, while it's like secretly reinforces so right. many racist yeah. stereotypes. And that was like, sort of my read from the trailer. <laughs> yeah, it was worse than I imagined. It's wow. like one of the Dang. most racist movies I've seen in a Whoa. very long time. That's like yeah, the bad yeah. crash, where it's just like, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. It, also starring Sandra Bullock. Really? <laughs> yeah, she's, she's in, in both. She she does these like racial issue movies that uh, yeah. really fall on their faces. White people feel good movies. Like Gravity makes you like you know The Help. The Help's yeah. kind of Oh, The Help. The Help Ooh. was weird, yeah. The Help's yeah. a little bit like that. All these movies that like you know what they're aiming at but they miss the target. Yeah. Ugh. The human experience. <laughs> I haven't seen Forrest Gump in a while. I just like Gary You're Sinise. You're better for it. You're better for <laughs> Gary Sinise, dude. I like his name. Gary Sinise does have a good name. He's also got like one of those very like severe Chicago faces where you're just like, wow, Gary Sinise. Snake Eyes. Boom. The movie Snake Eyes? Snake Eyes. That's a Nick Cage Nicolas Cage? Right? Nick Cage yeah, and yeah, Gary yeah. Sinise. That is a weird, depressing movie, if I recall. <laughs> I don't remember. I remember there's a shot in, yeah. like, a... Some sick shots in that a, movie. Yeah, there's a cool shot where it, like, pans over a whole bunch of building rooms, and I think they built the set for it. I can't remember if it's, like, a broth or a casino or both, but, like, mm. yeah, the camera goes... Uh, 8 millimeter. there's a feel-bad movie. I don't want to talk oh. about it. Oh, I forgot that movie. Let's yeah. Yeah. Next. Oof, yeah. Next. Have you seen that? Yeah. Next. Oh, yeah, 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 real depressing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I liked this one. Um, uh, oh, uh, in, in, in like uh, techniques and storytelling in these films, someone brought up an interesting point that I hadn't thought about, but I think might be true. Would you kindly brought up uh, the, the idea that there shouldn't be too many parallel stories in a, in a feel-good movie? It's like a person's or these two people's story. Mm. I, I never think thought that, of it I think that, that kind of holds true for a lot of these. Yeah. And obviously not all of them. Like Galaxy Quest is pretty ensemble, mm -hmm. and like, but I mean like Indiana Jones and you know, some of the classics. Most yeah. of them, most of them are that way. The only there's only like a few examples I can think of that aren't like mm -hmm. that. Like Royal Tenenbaums, sure, is an ensemble, and that's a feel good movie. But yeah. it's really that's hard one to of do. those like that's really that's hard one of those happy sad yeah bittersweet happy sad, happy, sad. yeah. <laughs> like the the first time I saw Royal Tenenbaums, I was like, God, I'm depressed. 
And then, like, later, I, I, yeah. I, I like, have the fortitude. You have the shield for it, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. And he's like, I've had a hard year, Dad. I'm like, oh, oh my God. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> what does he call him? Chazzy or something? Yeah. Oh, that part. I like Wes Anderson, man. <laughs> Me too. Bottle Rocket is one of my That's favorite. That's the only one I haven't movies. seen. That's the best one. So you've got the best one saved for you. Great. It is. It's, it's really simple. That goes to yeah. this... Uh, listeners theory sure of that like a uh, pared down story focusing on like one central subject it's, yeah. yeah it's really really feel good i feel like it's wes anderson you mentioned tone poem earlier it's mm. wes anderson's perfect tone poem oh okay it's a little more in the real world than a lot of his movies there's less artifice mm-hmm. but it still has all those fun flourishes you love with wes anderson mm. owen wilson's best acting role by far cool. his character dignan in there is amazing such a heartfelt movie. I gotta see it. Yeah. I, I gotta see it. It's a weird blind spot. For I me. think you'll like it. Yeah. What about John Hughes? Oh yeah. Oh, Where do you yeah. stand with John Hughes? Oh yeah. I like John Hughes. Excellent. Ferris Bueller. Ferris Bueller. Bueller. That is. That's one of my that's, ultimate. That one kind of makes me sad too at the end. What? I don't know. Huh. I think there's something wrong with me. <laughs> there's something wrong with me. <laughs> yeah. Breakfast, yeah. Breakfast, Club, Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club. I rewatched. Sixteen Candles. Really 16 Candles I rewatched like a couple months ago and ooh that has some intensely wrong stuff in really? it. Really? It's really well, hard to like I've anymore. I've never seen it. Which I remember liking it but uh, content warnings there's definitely some assaults that happen Whoa. that make the main character look like a hero like good for you you assaulted that drunk woman like you did it. Awesome. And it's like oh yeah. how did all of us in the culture 30 years ago just yeah. be like this is okay this is yeah. normal that, it's weird you don't have to be like super political to see it yeah. in the movie I right think any yeah. normal human being would watch it now and be like, be like oh we've oh. come a long way since totally. then yeah, it is like, it friends. is like friends we friends. always talk about friends i mean it is it is very strange that the 80s 90s and i mean i'm sure everything before that but like yeah there's a lot of that mm-hmm. like a lot of like weird shit happening at a party that like the yeah. movie's just fine with but this is good for the subject because they have insidious yeah, actually, shit like that in feel-good movies. And yeah. I think that fucks the culture up a little bit. Even like, uh, if you're not careful, you have a big responsibility with a feel-good movie. Sure. Yeah. Even, yeah. Uh, even 10 good Things point. I Hate About You I just watched. There's like this drunk girl at a party and she goes to kiss Heath Ledger. And then he like oh he just gives turns her, her to, to another yeah. guy. I remember thinking that was a little sketch. And then, it, like, then like a couple minutes go by and then he, he's walking through the house again. And you see the guy and her like making out, and he's like, "Thanks, man." And oh he's just, yeah. Like, out the girl. Like, I remember. I remember. Uh, yep. I remember that. And when I was watching it, I was like, "Uh oh." Yeah. Whoopsies. Yeah. Not good. Just those jokes that don't age. Don't age well. I think at you're totally all. right, though. Like the phenomenon of friends. You wonder, like, at what point is this, is this piece of art a reflection of our society at this time, and and then to what extent is it? creating it also because i remember like everybody had the rachel like haircut like i had a girlfriend who had every single one of rachel's haircuts you know Mm -hmm. and it's just like yeah (laughs) life was imitating art at that point it was weird friends is in the news right now though the netflix thing you see all that wait what yeah they were gonna take it off of netflix on uh, january twitter freaked out oh okay they paid and 100, 100 million dollars to keep mil. friends for a year on just netflix. for one year one more mil. year 100 million dollars. i wonder how much of that the actors get because oh they get a decent amount yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. yeah that's i mean literally everyone was freaking binging friends on netflix like all the time mm-hmm. when they took netflix when they took the next generation off of netflix I don't know if it's back on it now, but like, I had like a bad day. 
because I was yeah. watching it like every day to go to sleep. Yeah. You know, they took the killing off. The I go to sleep with to the killing. That sounds dark and that intense. Is so dark. <laughs> My wife and I. It's like one of our favorite shows of all time. Lyndon and Holder, really? two of the greatest characters in the history of TV. Period. Full stop. Dude, the I killing. hard petered out like halfway because into you went into the two, mindset dude. of like Twin Peaks and like anyone who ever says I didn't go. Hang on. Anyone Hold who ever phone. says the killing Hold is like Twin phone. Peaks is just like no. It has nothing to do. Hold. There's no connections. <laughs> zero Twin Peaks. Hold the phone. Hold the phone. I did not go in thinking no, no. Twin Peaks. But I've the seen story. That. Goddamn went there's Twin no, Peaks. No. She, just there's so many like, parallels. Pacific she's Northwest. Like, she's going across the river to the whorehouse. She's doing this. She's doing that. It's like. Like five of the exact beats from Twin Peaks. This chick was Laura Palmer, dude. You're kidding yourself. No. I refuse. Fi. I refuse. Fi aunt. I refuse. I bend to your refusal aside. Uh. It's not Twin Peaks. It's not Twin Peaks, but it has similarities. They definitely, someone on that writer's room had seen Twin Peaks. I, sure. Or had heard about it at sure. a party and skimmed a few deets. Sure. I guess it's based on like a uh, Norwegian, the original. Yeah, I don't know what's called though. A lot of good things called the killing though. Probably the killing. <laughs> whatever the whatever the killing is in Norwegian. Go back to it. It's so good. I don't think I'm gonna go back to it. I'm gonna yeah. finish the fall before yeah. I go back to the killing. There the was a murder intense. scene in the killing where this dude starts like rage dancing while his friends like murdering somebody, and I was like, uh, nope, I'm good. In the I'm killing? Done. Yeah. In the killing? What? Am I thinking of the same movie? I don't know. Or the well, same TV series? Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I am. It's like the first season. I remember I remember in season two, someone had like a, a fish tank floor. Remember yeah, I don't that? think I'm thinking of the same thing. I think, yeah, yeah. There's like, they murder somebody they think is responsible for the killing. I, and this guy gets all fucking psyched and raged up. Oh. No, I think they're in like a, they're, they're like doing drugs in a, in a, like a, Club. basement area and they're like dancing and doing all that stuff but no one no one dies there there's no killing yeah maybe it's just a dream i had yeah <laughs> i think so <laughs> i had a dream so, i had a anyway, dream I, the only reason i bring it up is because it is one of my favorite cozy watches because it's always raining it's very dark it's very like people talk quietly sure. and slow you know this is very guillermo del toro of you i know who has a rain room in his house. Yeah. I had a dream last night where I had, like, detective vision. I could sense animals through walls, and they were, like, red highlights. It was very strange. Um, this I like this one by Fape, F-A-A-I-P. Mm -hmm. uh, they were talking about my neighbor Totoro, and uh, they wanted to talk a little bit about Joe Hisashi, which I actually went and saw Joe Hisashi perform some of his Studio Ghibli soundtracks hmm. he was conducting. Uh, and it was very lovely experience. Dude. But he's the composer for a lot of Miyazaki's films, and um, happy sad. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they they say while I would consider most of Miyazaki's film to, films to be uplifting for the most part, I think Hisashi masterfully communicates the relationship between happiness and sadness through his music, which I totally agree. Totally. Like, and I think music obviously plays a huge role in these movies, but I do think that when the when the music is telling me how to feel. It hard loses me. Yeah, so if it, you notice it, right? Like that right? Yeah, I can't. Oh, what movie was it? It was it was a movie that Junkie XL did the soundtrack for, The Dark Tower. Oh, I remember you telling me about this. And it was like the worst soundtrack I've ever heard because it was just trying. It was like a TV show. It was just trying to tell you everything to feel and think. And I was just like, stop. But I love the soundtrack to Fury Road. I don't know. He did anyway, that too. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Music. Fury. 
Anyway, we're getting a little long in the tooth here. La La Land is fucking trash. Um, <laughs> Did somebody write in with that? No, it's, uh, a few people said they hate it, but I also don't. I don't like, like it. it. Um, Talk about. Uh, it's not trash. It has one some of those qualities, movies but. that's like. Life's not like this, you know. It's like they 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 make it at the end or whatever. Like the acting, oh, like God. I think I would have liked that movie more because there's so many failed actors in Hollywood, right? It's right, like right. a town of failed actors. I think I would have liked it more if she didn't make it at the end. Well, Isn't I mean, it weird. Like, something like Ryan Gosling's. I haven't seen the movie. He, but gets, he like he stays true to the roots of jazz against mm-hmm. like the newfangled people like John Legend who are trying to like right. Mix it up and right, like right, lose, right. lose the way from the original. The, jazz the movies. Path, I mean, but. speaking of like racially weird stuff, the movie's full of Ryan Gosling like explaining what jazz means while like four black mu- jazz musicians are like kicking ass right behind him, and John Legend is being like, "Hey, you got to be a little flexible, man." And he's like, "No, I know jazz," and it's just kind of strange. I don't know, but like that that's neither here nor there. But like, uh. It's a weird movie. I kind of agree. I mean, I think the point of the movie is like you can have one or the other, I guess. You sacrifice you sacrifice this so you can have that, mm-hmm. you know? But yeah. yeah. It's just kind of a bummer of a movie. Yeah, I think it's just kind of depressing movie yeah. for no real It's kind of mean. Yeah. It's like a mean movie. Ladybird's good. Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible are kind of feel good movies. Yes. Yeah, they are. They really are. Tom Cruise Puts me in a good mood. Pop quiz. And I'm not afraid to admit it. Pop quiz, Hotshot. Who's the only other actor that's been in every Mission Impossible movie besides Tom Cruise? Ving Rhames. Ving Rhames. Mm-hmm. But he only has a cameo in... Two and three. Two and... No, I... I don't remember two very well. He shows up at the end of... Cameo in, like, three? Ghost Protocol, maybe. And There's one four? where it's just cameo. I think it's Ghost Protocol. Yeah. Uh... You wanted me to remind you of a tearjerker formula for L.A. Inc. Oh, I forgot about that. So I worked on the TV show L.A. Inc. a long time ago. Who are you, dude? Uh, what? In a, <laughs> do you know L.A. Inc. is like a Kat Von Cat, D? Yeah, Kat Von D. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. And if you work in TV, you get a lot of network notes. That's most of your life is getting yeah. reams and reams of pages from the network telling you to recut the show a billion times. Like you'd work on one episode for like three or four months, just yeah. recutting it over and over again to make them happy. And then I started to like take notes on, okay, what do they fucking actually want? In right. This? And I, like, I made a formula of the ones that actually passed the muster with the network and they were happy with. And it was the tragic tattoo formula. And it was like eight steps. And the <laughs> client comes in and says, Oh, Hey, I'm so happy to meet you. Kat Von D. I love you. I want to get this tattoo. Oh, that's a really cool tattoo idea. Yeah. It has a lot of meaning for me. Like a little piano note yeah. right there. Be like, what is, what's <laughs> the meaning? So they start getting the tattoo and they're chatting and like, Oh, I'm getting this like blueberry bush on my tree. And like, Oh, I fucking love blueberries. You're like blueberry pie. It's like little jokes, little jokes. And then is there more to it than that? And you do like some like, Cuts back and forth. And yeah, yeah, yeah. A little like sound hit right there. You gotta kinda like tease out something fucking sad happening yeah, yeah, when you yeah. get into it. And then you're like, Oh shit, my my little brother, he he died when he was eating blueberries because he accidentally ate a poison one. But his favorite food was blueberry pie. So at his funeral we all ate fucking blueberry pie to like remember him. And the cat von D cries and she like, you know, holds the hand. She's like, you know what? It's going to be a tattoo that your brother would have loved. She puts a tattoo on, and then they go to look at the mirror. 
And it's like really dramatic, so they're gonna yeah. reveal it. And then we got to the point on the show. I may be sued for saying this. That's okay. I'll take the lawsuit. <laughs> please don't get sued. Don't be sued. Please don't get sued. We got to the point on the show. We had fill in the blanks where it was like, my uh, every time I look at my tattoo, it makes me think of blank. And we'd have we'd have the person say it like oh, fill in wow. the blanks. So they're like, <laughs> oh, every time I look at my tattoo of a blueberry, it makes me think of my tattoo artist. And my brother who died and how much he loved blueberries and they'd cry and then some music and then we'd be out but it's like an eight-step formula right. that we'd have for all of them and they kind of <laughs> kind of followed that i mean i'm the one who Every came up with the formula so yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, like yeah. they it's made me formula. do it yeah, yeah, but yeah. it made my life easier because i knew they'd be happy yeah. with that every time i love so. I, i've definitely picked up <laughs> editing tricks are some of my favorite things we've talked on the show i think before about the, the blue cow where you like throw in something so in- egregiously wrong that the producers will be like, yeah, I, I really liked all of it. Um, the the blue cow is a little weird. I mean, I know I see what you're going for, but uh, you know, we should probably probably they won't like that upstairs. You know, we got to lose that. It's like, yeah, you threw it in. You threw in some glaringly wrong thing so that to they would focus give on them that. something right. to get rid of, so that yeah, they yeah, have yeah, something yeah. to so they feel like their job isn't pointless. Um, and then also one time, do you remember John? How Santo? many times? So curious. How many times have you done that? Uh, I I didn't do that very often. Or like uh, people you know, how many times have you seen a it lot. done? Yeah, a lot. Like with um, the intent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like definitely you. If you, it's like a double blind, right? Like you really like something in the scene right before it, so you put in like a flash frame or a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> later, oh not never like an actual editing yeah, mistake, yeah. but just like a cut that you know they won't go for. Or yeah. like usually what I would do is I would um. Like, this is the joke I think they'll go for, but it's a little on the edge. Yeah. I'll put in something, like, way over the line, <laughs> like, next to it, where it's like, I know they're not going for that. That's how I usually do yeah, it, like, yeah, with, yeah. like, a, just a horrible okay, it joke. it was good, but we gotta lose we gotta, that. They're yeah. never gonna go for that joke about the horse or whatever, you know, that's like. so good. So that's what I would always do. It was never, like, a mistake. It was always just, yeah. like, something way too far or too crazy. Um, the other one that I, do you remember John Santo? Mm-hmm. Did you work with, yeah, John Santo, great guy. Love um, Santo. Hero moment. He did this thing one time uh, for New York at Vi- back at Viacom. Um, he was cutting some sizzle reel or whatever for whatever Comedy Central, but whoever. And first, the first draft just put V three at the end of it on the file name. <laughs> just called it version three, and it just got passed all the way to the top because oh everyone was like, oh, they've done three rounds. It's fine. <laughs> and I was That's like, such a good you are a hero. You are a hero. <laughs> oh, <dude. laughs> I was like, Santo. I was like, oh my God, dude. Oh, I love it. <laughs> anyway, whatever. Manipulative. Um, manipulative editing tricks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Learn something. Don't tell, <laughs> don't say we never taught you anything. Um, but Yeah. <laughs> So editing good. is fun. I love editing. Anyways, I love uh, when you get to have fun with a review. Yeah, yeah. Your sound ups are just. I I was I was level. looking forward to cutting the Fallout seventy six review because it was one of our lo- I think tied for our lowest score ever mm-hmm. as Easy Allies. Mm-hmm. Um, but the game is just so bland and tedious that I it was hard to milk <laughs> anything funny out of it. Um, besides so bad, like just glitches. Bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not so bad. It's fun. Writing bad reviews isn't fun. No, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ben, writing, yeah. cutting it is fun. Is easier. 
Ben, I do not envy. He was agonizing over that. Playing it's not fun. You're going to hurt the company's feelings. People are going to get pissed off at you in the audience. Like, there's nothing good about writing the bad review. Ben, yeah, yeah, he was having a horrible time (laughs) with that one. Oh, boy. I do not envy him for that. Um, Anyway, we are well out of time. Ended Uh, on a Christmas note or a holiday. A Christmas story makes me really depressed. Christmas Vacation, I watch it every sure, yeah. every Christmas. It's really feel good. Because uh, we'll put it on when we open presents as a family. Mm. So it'll be on in the background. While you're opening presents? Yeah. Just a little background background noise. Are you a Christmas Day present opener or a Christmas Eve Christmas present? Day. Okay. Yeah. I think due to my Norwegian heritage, we open all of our gifts on Christmas Eve, and then we open the stockings on Christmas Day. Nice. But are, isn't the you? stockings usually smaller? Yeah. So you go big and then small rather mm-hmm. than uh, lead up to it? Yeah. Interesting. My parents love to give presents. They're good at presents. They're very like extravagant gift givers. So they'd give presents from them Christmas Eve and then Santa would deliver ah, his shit. I've heard of that too. Christmas yeah, morning. I've heard of that too. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Some people do one they do this in the movie Scrooged. Good feel oh that's a feel good, happy sad. <laughs> but uh so many happy sads. They open one on Christmas Eve and then a bunch on Christmas. Nice. Whatever. I just like talking to you guys. Like I could just I go know. forever. I apologize that we bouncing. didn't get more of this. We got a lot of the uh, comments, but not all of them. Uh, let's do the quote challenge and get the hell out of here. What do you think? I have one. If you guys don't have one, I've got one. But you should go for yours. Okay. Face. All right. I have two. So I think this one might be pretty easy. Okay. Pissed off. If I was that close to a horse's wiener, I'd be worried about being pissed on. Blazing saddles. Close. Right director. Blazing Saddles is Bride. No, Blazing Saddles is referenced in this movie. Damn it. <laughs> it's Mel Brooks. Yeah. Young Frankenstein. No. Spaceballs. Not no. Spaceballs. Producers? No. Later. <laughs> I don't know. Before Dracula Dead and Loving It. <laughs> after Young Frankenstein. <laughs> What's that one? It's pretty about big being one. Lucky. Bad luck. Not that one. No, that one. I don't know. I Robin Hood, Men in uh, Tight. Every time. Every time. <laughs> and, I, and I tell myself, when you don't know an Ian quote, you gotta guess Robin Hood, Men in Tights. <laughs> Dang it. Or Ghostbusters. Or Ghostbusters. Yeah. Throw those two out Die there. Die Hard. Yeah. Aliens. You'll probably yeah. get it. We have like a wheelhouse. <laughs> I went to Obscure last time. Okay. So my quote, I'm gonna try and do a kind of softball. Okay, here we go. So there are two Darren Stevens, right? Dick York and Dick Sargent. Okay, hold on. Dick York, Dick Sargent, Sergeant York. Wow, that's really weird. <laughs> that sounds familiar. I know you know I, it. I, I swear. I know I, you know it. Is it a Wes Anderson thing? No. No, but it does begin with a W. <laughs> wow, I wish I'd brought more quotes from this movie because all the rest of them are going to uh, really give it away. Oh, it's, oh, it sounds so familiar. Hmm. Per- purchase feeble cable access show and exploit oh, them. Okay, feel yeah. bad for whoever that is. Hudsucker Proxy. Wayne's World. Wayne's World. Hudsucker Proxy is great though. <laughs> it's nice. Uh, you have one? Yeah, I think I've quoted this before. Maybe that's but okay. I'm go again because of our esteemed guest. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else that can stop the elevator? Basement. Basement. <laughs> I know that one. <laughs> yes. Do you know that one? Yes. Speed. Yes.
That um, elevator is like a great opening act. It's in a very intense yeah. opening. It's like unrelated to a yeah. lot of the rest of the that movie. Soundtrack. Yeah. Beep, 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 beep. So iconic. Dude, top like movie expositions, like Speed's gotta go to Die Hard. Like we studied Die Hard's first act in film school because it's like this is perfect exposition. It sets yeah. up everything. Um, when they uh come in, like through the no, everything. The whole beginning. Like him on the plane, you learn he's a cop, you learn he's got a kid like a kid and a yeah. wife. He has a reason to have no shoes on. Like it's all there. <laughs> it's awesome. bonkers. Yeah. The the last name on the computer that he, he shouldn't even use because the stupid security guards like, oh yeah, they're the only ones left in the building. I'm yeah. Like, then why did you make me use the dumb computer? <laughs> yeah. I'm looking for anyone in this building. <laughs> yeah. Oh, if they're all on the top floor, whatever. It's a lot of environmental storytelling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had it's to really see good. that cool thing. Yeah, yeah. He had to see the. La- yeah. I mean, I know why they did it. And it was great. High tech. I have another one. Ready. This is like a famous one that's been made fun of, I think, too. Words should have sent a poet. <laughs> they should have sent a poet. I'm stumped. I'm stumped. Contact. God. <laughs> Dude, contact is so intense. Yeah. Busey, right? Busey's son. Is he in that? All I remember is Jodie Foster, dude, the, and that yeah. the alien looks like her dad. Busey is like the the psycho that like bombs it. Oh yeah, Jake Busey. Yeah, yeah, so intense in that movie. Love. Contact. Have you guys seen the Limey? I have. I love that movie. Have you? You've never seen the Limey? Mm-hmm. You would like the Limey. That's good. That's uh that's another uh, Soderbergh and Lem Lem Dobbs. Mm-hmm. No, it's uh, Terrence Stamp and uh, uh, Fonda the Elder. No, Fonda, one of the Fondas. I always forget which one. I think if I could talk like anyone on Earth, it would be Terrence Stamp. Terrence Stamp, dude. Yeah. In in the Limey, it's incredible because he's yeah. using like insane Cockney rhyming slang the entire time and no one knows what the hell he's talking about. <laughs> so he's always like, he's always like, I'm going to go around back and have a butcher's. And everyone's like, <laughs> he's like, a look, butcher's hook, look. Ah. <laughs> he's like, oh. They do the same bit in, I think, Ocean's Eleven. Like... With uh, Don Cheadle and his like hilarious accent, like and is, Cockney rhyming slang, no Terrence, one understands. Is uh, Stamp still around? Yeah, I think has he so. been doing work? Is he working? Ah, uh, yeah, I think. Let's so. see a Terrence Stamp movie. Terrence Stamp, dude. <laughs> so epic. one of my favorite, one of my favorite short film. Damn it, what's it called? Anyway, Terrence Stamp, young Terrence Stamp. Oh, I wish I remembered what it was called. That's so Whatever. funny. I've only seen the Devil's Terrence a little girl. Stamp old. I can't imagine him young. I can't. It's cool. Dude. I can't picture it. Kind of like he's got sort of like um, uh, what's his name from um, Clockwork Orange? Uh, Malcolm. Yeah, yeah. Mc- he's got kind of him McDowell. vibes. McDowell. Yeah. Dow. McDowell. Yeah. He's got sort of him vibes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like a real creepazoid sort of. <laughs> real intense energy. Yeah. Lorenzo. Whatever. We're just going and going and going and going, going and going, and going. never stopping. It's fun. Anyway, thank you very much. It's fun talking to you guys. Before I go, I have to say City Lights. The Chaplin movie. See City Lights if you want something oh, I've heartwarming. Never seen that. Dude, a, some of those early movies are just phenomenal. Yeah, it's one of the best silent films. It's okay. not it's not overrated. City Lights, blind blind girl who uh needs help and he's like a poor guy and she falls in love with him thinking he's a millionaire. Oh. And he has to like raise money for her operation so she can see. Dang. But he's worried if she'll still love him oh. when she finds out he's this poor street tramp. It's so adorable. That sounds, it's that really, really great. good. Yeah, it's really good. It's not good. happy sad? It's both. It's both. It's <gasps> so great. So many happy sads. Have but you seen I guess happy sad's the good one, though. We came to conclusion in, yeah. in this. Have you seen Girl Shy? 
It's a Buster Keaton. I believe Buster Keaton one. It's got an insane chase. Not really a chase. He's just trying to get somewhere really fast. But he uses pretty much every possible means of conveyance in like a probably like, I don't know, 12, 15 minute long sequence. He likes riding on shit. It's insanity. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he like... He like starts on a in a car and then it breaks down. He steals a police car that breaks down. He steals like a bike and then a horse and then he gets on a cable car and then he's on like a train and then a wagon and then he's like hanging off the side of a like a bus by the like thing. It's bonkers. It's on Dola. He was kind of like the Jackie Chan. Yeah, a little bit of. And he was just doing it. Yeah, Yeah. it was crazy, dude. Buster Keaton. Dude, I think it was. I cannot believe he went through good vibe. Good vibes and didn't talk about Jackie Chan. Oh my God, Jackie Chan! <laughs> like the ultimate good He's vibes. He's good vibes. Oh yeah, and like pretty much any Jackie Chan movie. Yeah, not all of them. Like some of them are more intense than others, but like eighties, nineties Jackie Chan is so feel good. Rumble in the Bronx. Rumble in the Bronx. Who am I? Oh, first strike. Is Kurt Russell good vibes? Kurt Russell? Yeah. His movies aren't always good vibes, but I he love, himself yeah. is yeah, good, he vibes. Seems good vibes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just uh, thought of one. It just popped in my brain. Executive decision, dude. I was in a waiting room recently, and they had Sister Act 1 on, and then Sister Act 2, and then they fired up Overboard, and I was just like, my God, <laughs> these movies. Sister Act 2. Act, dude. Back in the habit. Yes. That's a habit, subtitle. Dude. That's a good. Yes. Like, that is yeah. a great subtitle. Uh, Damn. Gun. Twenty three and a third. Thirty three and a third. Thirty three and a third. Twenty two and a half. Was it twenty two and a half? I think. Oh man, I'm pretty sure. So Those great, movies, dude. Yeah, it's, uh, one. Leslie, it is. Uh, it is my humor to a T. So really? many puns. That's funny. The ultimate puns, like bingo. Out the bingo card, it's so good. <laughs> Just jokes like that, they get me. Airplane, yeah. <clears throat> no, I'm serious and stop calling me Shirley. Anyway, thank yeah. you, Michael Huber. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Matthew. Wong. Thank you for having me. Thanks you for, for listening and watching at home. Join us in the new year 2019. Dang, whoa, whoa. we, we survived. The world's we're, still here. We're almost through. It was touch and go there for a yeah, little while. Yeah. We still exist. I'm not yeah. convinced, honestly. <laughs> yeah, we're not there yet. Couple we weeks. might be in a simulation that fired up sometime in 2016, maybe. But oh, there's no way we aren't. But it's still running. They haven't pulled. The yeah, plug yeah, on yeah. They it. haven't yeah. decided that it was a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> anywho, <laughs> Patreon.com/slash/EasyAllies. If you're in the seven dollar and up tier, you're in the film club uh, that grants you early access to this here show, uh, and you get to be part of the discussion. And you can have comments that I may or may not be able to get to and will hideously pare down. But I love all of you and reading all those comments is very cool. And the discussions are always really good in there. So I really like that. People talk to each other. It's cool. Um, But anyway, thank you for watching and listening. We'll be back in January. Next year. Next year. Don't know what the theme will be. We'll piece that one together later. New beginnings uh, or something. Good ideas. Good (laughs) ideas. Maybe uh, things we're most excited for. Oh movies sure, we haven't seen. Sure, I don't yeah, know how yeah. we would do that though. Movies yeah. we haven't seen. Blind spots. Yeah, I bet that one's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess that's about what the discussion <laughs> would be, though. Yeah, that would yeah, be cool. Yeah. Uh, Avengers four. That'll that'll that happen. Looks fun. Yeah. Uh, Captain Marvel. Hey, that's coming out in a couple months. Uh. <laughs> Think they'll ever make a National Treasure three? <laughs>